0: Welcome everybody to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hands and Harry. How is everybody out there in Internet Land doing? We hope you are doing well. Uh, hot Takes Crew, <laughs> it's been it's been a rough couple weeks here.
1: Oh man! That.
0: Uh, so, Harry, how about you? What's what's been going on with you, my guy?
1: uh um just just knocking out the content um because i can't really do anything uh else uh, i'm almost in the clear um mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a minute but um yeah just been watching a lot of things uh getting over getting over illness um how about you how about you papa how, how are you doing
0: well <laughs> um... In case you can't tell by my voice, I am uh, under the weather as well. Thankfully, I've I've come through the worst of it, but uh, both you and I tested positive for COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, so rough over this, here.
0: This was our first go round with it. Uh, you're a little further along than me. No, we didn't get it from each other. Um, yeah. Wow. It yeah. It's just weird that it, it coincided that way. But uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as I go, uh, whole households currently has it, which really friggin sucks. Um, but if there was one bit of good news, it was that my wife and I, uh, we got it at kind of separate times. So she was able to watch our, our baby while, uh, I suffered and now I'm kind of doing the same thing for her. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, as I was going through my thing, I didn't have much to do too. So what better way to feel better than just go nuts and go ham on some content and, you know, watch a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at here. Uh Hans, how about you, man? Tell us tell us what's I'm going gla- on. With you. I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm not in a studio with you, filth monsters. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. It's disinfected. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: know yeah, I've been there twice, so I know uh how you guys are feeling. It it, it does suck. So okay, I hope you guys are on on the mend as they say and feeling better. It'll 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 come and go. And then you know, the, tell you what, when I remember the first time I had it, I slept a lot. So uh, that was yeah. a good thing. Uh, I knew I enjoyed the sleep, but yeah, I mean, I, everything else sucked with it, but
1: I, yeah, I will say the worst part, I think for me and uh, Papa right now is, uh, is to uh, beef cakes and food lovers. Uh, I have, yes. we have no taste and smell. So uh, Gone. that's been, that's been probably the saddest part. I had a moment. And, uh, my wife will testify. I, uh, she made meatballs just to like, you know, have endless sandwiches, uh, for three days. And there was a moment where I thought I could taste the sauce and I almost cried. Um, but, uh, but each day has passed and I've had meatballs and they taste pretty generic. I mean, it's a little bit better. Like I said, I'm a little ahead of of the schedule of Greg, but, uh, not, not too much further along. So, um, yeah, I can't I, wait to splurge on a, a favorite food item and uh, a soda, as I as I tend to do uh, when <laughs> when the taste buds come back.
0: I mean, look, my, my namesake is Papa Spice. If you guys have been over to my YouTube channel, you know <laughs> I like to indulge in the spicy side of things. And uh, I love stuff that's full of flavor. And not having any taste or smell is driving me bonkers. Like, <laughs> I, I got what I thought was going to be a nice, flavorful, Hoagie from uh, Jersey Mike's got some salt and vinegar chips. And then much to my dismay, it was all just mush. You could you could feel the temperature. You can feel the texture, but there's zero flavor. It was just it's the wildest thing. So I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping I'm on the low end of things as well with you, Harry, where it doesn't take too long to come back because I will headbutt a wall if I can't have like wings or something in it within a month's time. I'll tell you what
2: either time I did not lose either my sense of taste or smell but if if I did I would I would probably try and jump from the Ben Franklin to the Wall Whitman <laughs> knowing full well what the result would be. Yeah. Uh, I like I I know. Uh, that it would, sucks. I, I, no. I, I know. I have heard so many people that have, have have heard have said that and I'm like that's most people that have said that's the worst thing is losing their sense of taste and smell and I and I mean fortunately I mean I I, I would probably I'm happy I ended up with like 105 fever and mm. was able to taste <laughs> stuff. But um now I just yeah, I, I that's the worst part. I feel bad for you guys that you know Harry can't eat his meatballs. Hey
1: hey, if anything, it's it's for our listeners, be safe out there. You know, things uh seem to be ramping up a little bit. Um, you know, mask up, you know, if you're if you're in large settings and you know, just be careful test as well if you if you're feeling off um to help protect others
0: for sure yeah maintain social distancing all that stuff but hey if there's one takeaway from this it's that the hot takes crew is here for you even as our bodies are riddled with viruses and just feeling at our absolute lowest point zero energy here we are bringing you Mm. the fresh hot content that yeah now that
1: <laughs> now that we're not on camera pe- the the people out there can't see that papa has a has a gun to my head um and is forcing <laughs> forcing this upon us. Um Jesus. <laughs> Covid hey, or we, not, he said, we'll do it. We didn't lose it's our, our senses. Pod.
2: You didn't lose your senses of uh sight and uh and hearing, so hey, <laughs> nor
0: humor. <laughs> nor humor. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we are here Today with another episode of what we are watching uh this one's going to be a little different though because normally when we do this uh we we decide in advance on like two or three things and then all three of us will watch those two or three things and we'll comment on that but given the way the last couple weeks have played out uh and you know the availability of so much to watch because of our abundance of free time um we kind of were all over the place and and watched this mm. stuff. So there is some things that uh, all of us have watched. There's a few things that most of us have watched, um, and then there there might be a few things that only one of us have watched. But we're going to talk about it all because there is a lot that we watched over Ooh. the last two weeks. So with that being said, I guess let's tackle the first thing we have on the docket, which is uh, Disney Plus's exclusive release of Chip and Dale uh, <laughs> Rescue Rangers. Um, I guess I'll kick it off. I, uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, I liked the take on it. I got to say, I wasn't crazy about the voices. Uh, I don't know. I feel a certain type of way about John Mulaney more recently. So not as big of a fan of him as I was. And Andy Sandberg is always kind of hit or miss. Like, sure. I love his Lonely Island stuff, but sometimes he just, is a no-go for me also uh but voices aside i really really enjoyed it uh i thought it had it was better than it had any right to be i was really shocked that you know all of the properties especially the non-disney properties that they they got into this movie uh for the eagle-eyed viewers to two that i saw that really uh sent me over the the wall was uh, a part of shenron from dragon ball z And also uh, Sora's hair and Keyblade uh, both make appearances. So Kingdom Hearts officially exists in the Disney universe, uh, cinematic universe. But uh, but yeah, I mean, lots of humor here. Um, Again, you know, a a take a good take. Uh, I think it was uh, I don't think it's as good a movie as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But I would say that this is this generation's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, just based on you know the the way the movie plays out and uh, and everything, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, both you guys got a chance to check this out. Hans, what did you think? I actually the
2: first note that I had was uh, what's called it was Roger Rabbit's successor. Like mm. that, that was and what a lot of people that I've been hearing have said like this is basically the closest to Roger Rabbit that we've gotten since that came out, uh, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. This was a this was a fun movie. This was like Ready Player One for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with how many properties at Disney. I mean, you had Batman versus E.T. Like some of them, they were throwing right into you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great, um, by the
0: way. <laughs>
2: like uh, My favorite was uh, was Sonic. Ugly oh, Sonic, yeah. Ugly Sonic, which I, I don't under, I don't I don't know if, if there was like something where with Ready Player One where Disney said, all right, we'll give you all these, but we want them for like a property a couple years down the road. Right. Which ended up being this. I mean, it, it really is. It's a it's a PG rated play. Ready Player One uh i i thought it, the story was great i thought i liked the the animation that they had one was uh he went through cg basically uh what uh like plastic surgery <laughs> yeah like
0: botox and, or whatever
2: <laughs> and he looks like current cg um i, I thought the story like it, it really it, i it, it references back to the older chip and Dale cartoons which is which is always fun because i remember watching them growing up um but the voice cast in this is it it it, it was insane how many people yeah. were in this that you you hear the voice and and one of the reasons I, I think is for ugly Sonic is the comedic genius Tim Robinson does the voice of him, which uh, I, I love everything that guy touches. and uh, yeah, it, it, it's a it's an okay story. You kind of know where it's going once it starts and and I like how they have some fun with with like crime show tropes like with uh, with some of the twists and uh, they, they kind of throw it in there. but I, I, I loved it. I would probably I wouldn't say in terms of loving it as like a, being a good movie, but I think it was just fun to point out some of the things that you that you can find hidden. Like I saw a Coco reference like at the con, like the um, convention. Someone was just as Coco Um, a really, really good look at like cinema at the uh, convention life for some of these characters that you would mm-hmm. see. Like I, I've, I've only been to like one or two of these conventions in terms of movies or video games, and it's very similar of how they. Portray it, so yeah. Hair. What about you?
1: Yeah, I mean the the Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think it's spot on the nose. I'm not a huge uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit guy. Is just I'm just I'm just not. I'm sorry, um, but I felt like this. It was about as is as, as good as you're gonna get. um Really enjoyed. Uh, I'm a I'm a big mouth guy. I just put it on as casual viewing. Um, as oh, uh, a Yes, beca- because
0: I. I, it's so funny that you say this because I saw a tweet from like Netflix or, or like Netflix animated. I don't know. Some Netflix yeah. sub account literally like two hours ago. And I think there was like a still of Big Mouth in it. And I, I thought to myself, you said, who's, who's watching, is this? watching this show? Yes. The show yeah. I've only, watched the, I've only watched the first
2: season. I haven't watched Far Basset, but it is a fantastic show. Yeah. I'll defend Harry with this. It I, is a great
0: show. I gave so, it like I mean, two episodes and it was I was out.
1: It get, it gets uh <laughs> it gets pretty aggressive um as well and John Mullaney plays a lot of uh, well one of the main characters and also has uh you know I'm sure some you know altered voices for some of the other ones but mm. um having him play Chip was a little bit uh unique in the fact like I I was just kept picturing his big mouth character when I closed my eyes um Andy Sandberg, I mean, I, you know, as you mentioned, I, I like him. A uh, really big fan of uh, J.K. Simmons is uh, Captain Putty. Yes. Uh, I just thought his, uh, you know, he's got such a good voice and a unique voice uh, that it just uh, added uh, some element of just comedy. Yeah, I found myself enjoying this for the most part. I wouldn't say like it blew me away or anything, but I was surprised, you know, because I know it dropped on like a Friday where it was like, you know, the wife was super excited and, you know, she was giggly and just, you know, looking at all the characters and all the the weirdness of it and being like, yeah, this is definitely for someone who loves Disney or just loves, you know, um, nerdy stuff, as, as Greg, you pointed out with some uh, some other references. Um, you know, I wasn't <clears throat> I wouldn't say you need to, you know, drop everything you're doing to go go and see it uh, or to pull it up on Disney Plus. But if you're looking for something that, you know, matches a bunch of different levels, you know, for the family. Um, I wouldn't say this is a bad one because, you know, as, as Chris mentioned, very PG, uh, very safe. And, uh, you know, I think it's fun for adults as well, because I think part of it. And I mean, I know us as movie lovers, you know, we tend to and, you know, and content lovers and just, you know, film buffs. It's like this is kind of unique with like different styles um, of animation and, you know, this kind of take of like, hey, you know where where are the rescue rangers now? And it's like, yeah, well, I went CG, you know. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. So
0: I think um, I legitimately laughed at every bootleg that they showed. By the way, like, I just, oh yeah, I uh, love yeah. Stuff. like stuff because, like, I always crack clever. up when I see pictures online of like act, like action figures that are sold in like Mexican dollar stores and stuff like that. And It's like. Yeah. you know it'll be like it'll say like superman and then it's like captain america with like the hulk's legs <laughs> it's just something <laughs> yeah. wild there, there happens yeah. to be an escar on his head
2: <laughs> i i like wrote down some of the ones that it was like jasper instead of casper yes. instead of lady in the yeah. shape, it was spaghetti dogs yeah. and, and uh Peter Pan was flying bedroom boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, just, um, chef's kiss. Yeah.
2: So I thought, I thought that was, that was, that was clever. I liked how they, they did that. Um, funny too. Like I didn't even touch on the voice cast, like with, with all the people in this John Mulaney, he cannot disguise his voice. Like I yeah. even questioned that it was Andy Sandberg for a second. Cause I don't, mm. I forgot he was the, the voice of one of them, but John Mulaney will always sound like John Mulaney. Like he cannot yeah. do voice work, and you're not going to be like, hmm, I wonder who does that. It's always, right. you're always going to know. Was
1: it. there a, I know it's not PG, but was there a Sausage Party reference in this with the with the cop donuts? Or I is, don't that, know. is that a different movie that I'm thinking of?
2: I don't know, but they referenced three mm. different Seth Rogen animated movies. Right. And I, I only know yeah, one of them. Fair. I forget what the other ones were. One of them was like the Monsters movie where he was the blob. Right? Yeah, yeah. One, he was like a pig. I, I don't like, know which pig.
1: one. Oh, that that's was, right. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. And then the other one, I forget what it was. Maybe it was Saucy yeah. Party.
1: He's a pig. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to remember.
2: Yeah. And they did Seth Rogen. He did the laugh, which I,
1: yeah. I every time All I hear Seth Rogen's laughing. laugh, Got I gotta have it. That's yes. my
0: favorite. Uh, Which, you know. by the way, I also loved how they they referenced the early 2000s animation like cg (laughs) they call it the uncanny (laughs) valley and it's like they make fun of the fact that like he just has this dead expression staring ahead oh yeah like no i'm looking right at you
2: they call what they they they, he's what's he say he's like it's he's like oh he's got that polar express animation yes (laughs) Yes. yeah
1: yeah some good references for some uh for some film nerds in there
2: that movie all like and i guess when i say i loved it like that movie was not a this was not a a movie it was more like Hey, let's just parade around and get all these properties together. Yeah. Um, and I lo- that my I just go back to the the ugly sonic. I love how they just point out the fact that like the internet complained and fixed them. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. For me, this uh I gave it 3.5 out of 5. I don't know how often I'll be revisiting this, but I had fun with the with it during the time I had with it. So, I don't know what uh, what did you guys rate it? That's
2: fair. I, I the rewatchability I think is only I like with this is without looking them up is to kind of go back and just kind of yeah. see what the references are and, and you don't really necessarily have to like put, like I'll put this on probably for Finn maybe he'll like it maybe he won't but I, I mean he's not going to get half the references in it but I, I feel like I would watch it rewatchability just to say like just to count how many I can call out that I didn't notice before I'm not going to watch this movie like 15 times like I'll watch it maybe one or two times but maybe down the road yeah not, yeah. not like not in the next week
1: Half. yeah i gave it i gave it three and a half stars as well uh enjoyed Ooh. it you know um i guess that's a, that's high for me uh i enjoyed no, it no no um, we
2: all agree we all like, yeah man, listen
1: that
0: is a rarity yeah I, I will
1: say like usually you know this was one we kind of had thrown out you know uh off off mic um as like a possibility and i you know i think well, i'm happy that we were all a little bit surprised by it um in some way or another because uh yeah, it could have easily it was it was well I remember seeing the trailer for it and hearing it and being like, who is this for? Um and yeah, it seems like it's for me and other other uh film heads. So mm-hmm.
0: all right, uh let's tackle the next one. What do you have next on the list, Hans?
1: I
2: got uh, another. We're gonna stick with the Disney Plus uh Disney Plus content with uh Obi Wan Kenobi.
0: Um Ooh. I
2: uh I, I'm not gonna lie. I went into this with like super, super high expectations. Um, I think that, and this was one of the things where uh, I think they were, they released the first two episodes at once. And I think the trailer had everything from only the first two episodes. So I forget what, what show Disney did that with maybe Loki or something else where they put everything, they released two episodes and then everything you like, you didn't really know what was going on. So they didn't really spoil anything, which, you know, these Marvel movies, tend to do in their trailers at right. some point ruin something uh, uh it was great to see ewan mcgregor back he's one of my favorite parts of the prequels uh you know with being three episodes in i uh you know i love that he's uh you know it looks like he's having a lot of fun with the role now i know all of us have not seen all of it Har, have you watched any of it
1: I have not watched any of it. I am a failure. I will hand in my geek okay. card at the end of the pod, um, but I'll get into that in a little bit.
0: Okay. Make sure you just uh, send your well wishes and condolences to Harry because he'll be off the episode. Going <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so the story takes place. I think it's 10 years after um, of, uh, of the, the, the revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Obi-Wan's kind of struggling with, non-Jedi life still 10 years later and he gets brought back into the mix uh he's you know he's on Tatooine which every one of these Disney shows or Star Wars shows ends up on Tatooine at some point and he's protecting Luke and uh I don't know how deep I want to get into it so uh I'll
0: turn it over to Greg mm. uh yeah so you know I I'm not going to touch too much on story stuff per se, because yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't caught up, uh, <laughs> Harry, but, um, I will say, you know, as far as the, the acting in it, uh, I think has been really good. Uh, it's, it's probably not the take on Obi-Wan that you are expecting, but I actually prefer that. And I think that it, it was the right direction to go with the character. Um, it's nice seeing you and back in the role he just he fits in into that role like he just slips right in it's like you know time no time has passed since he played that character uh or I should say an appropriate amount an appropriate amount of time has passed since uh within the story it, it also uh you know taking place 10 years later it fits in uh with his direction but uh you know some of the big controversy I guess goes around Moses Ingram as uh, inquisitor Reva. I think she's been absolutely fantastic. I just, it it really just makes me so angry when I see a fandom out there kind of attack actresses and for no reason, really no good reason. Uh, Not that there is ever a good reason really, but I mean, I don't know if they're coming at her because she's a woman because she's black. It seems to be like a mix of that. You know, uh, uh, when when uh, Kelly Marie Tran was in uh, the the film franchise and uh, people didn't like Rose Tico, so they were attacking her. Like, I don't understand. I just I literally do not understand that way of thinking. Like, I don't like the character. So let me personally and maliciously attack the person portraying that character. It just, it it doesn't compute for me. And it's, it's a shame that these people have to endure that, especially when they think, Hey, you know, I got a role in star Wars. This is like going to be big for me. You know, it's, it's a whole thing. And it ends up being the flip side where they have to deal with all this unnecessary, just malicious stuff. Um, You know, if you don't like her in the series, fine that's on you but but don't attack like it's just it's so crass at best and just low grade Uh, but I don't know I think I like her I like her in the role that she's in Uh, you know going on to some of the other cast members um, I did not realize soon Kang was uh, was playing um, uh, the fifth brother until like halfway through the episode I had to look it up and I was like who is this uh, Hans, you look like you want to say something. You're muted, buddy. Oh, there we <laughs> so go. So eager.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I no, I,
2: I had absolutely no idea that he was in the show. Mm-hmm. And he looks nothing like himself. Like, what? Uh, I forget who he played in Fast and Furious. Um, uh, yeah, Han. Right? Han, that's right. Yeah. 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 Harry, it's not a spoiler. Don't worry. Um, so Han's on <laughs> <in> this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Wasn't spoiled. I have the cast list up in front of me. All right, good.
0: And then also Rupert Friend as uh, the Grand Inquisitor, very menacing, very cool, calm and collected. And, you know, exactly the type of chilling villain that uh, that you like to see. So I don't know. It's it's got a very compelling cast. There's some other characters and actors and actresses I haven't mentioned because, again, I don't want to go into spoilers. But uh, but I like what I've seen so far. I don't know because I think they announced and back me up on this if I'm wrong hands. Did they officially announce they're doing an Obi-Wan season two or is it just rumors at this point?
2: Uh, I heard I say I heard both. I feel like I heard that they were doing a season two like it was confirmed but then I feel like that might have been I might have read that on like a Twitter account that was like run by like the sources are pretty much me like I just I I said something like like, man I'd really love a a second season Obi-Wan and someone took that the wrong way. So I don't know if
0: it's been confirmed yet. Having not seen the rest of the season, I don't know. I don't know one way or the other, whether I feel like there there should 100% be a a second season. But just based on my gut right now, I would say I would I don't think I would prefer a second season just because I don't I don't need them to fill in every gap. Um, I'm happy. I know that there's a lot of time in between. Uh, this and a new hope, you know, you have a whole other 10 years basically, or nine years, but I don't need them to just like round that out and keep, keep putting out content. Like, I think this works. I like, I love, love the show so far, but I don't, that doesn't necessarily mean I need to see. Sometimes things are just good as a one and done. And we're good. Like
2: I, I can see them doing something where they like at, like they put this on like four episodes, like four seasons. Mm -hmm. And like the last shot of the show, is going to be like old you and finding Luke and attacked by the sand people. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then credits. <laughs> um, but well, yeah,
0: they'd, Harry, have some, so they'd have to do some, they'd have to do some magic to kind of make them look like Alec Guinness and all that. And hey, they can do it. They, yeah, he has,
2: <laughs> he has to age like 40 years and 10 years. So, <laughs>
1: They'll just uh, they'll throw on a, a new hope and just show that scene as <laughs> yeah. the final scene. Put like 10 show. years
0: later, just put the Alec Guinness. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Interestingly enough, though, I think Ewan lines up right now with how old Obi-Wan would be within the the franchise, because I looked it up and it seems like uh, Alec Guinness, I think, was 59 when they filmed A New Hope and... Uh, Ewan is fifty one right now, and this okay, so takes like place right about there. ten years. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was pretty interesting to me, just like a little, you know, yeah. tidbit. Unique. Um,
2: I'll turn. Yeah, Harry, what do you, What were your like? I guess what are you excited to see? I guess and mm-hmm. and, and and I have a couple more points, but I'll I'll, I'll see where. Yeah. As someone who hasn't like you've seen the trailer, right?
1: No, I haven't. I avoided oh. the trailer. Oh, Jesus, you watched? Um, no,
0: you didn't watch the first one.
1: No oh wow yeah. okay <laughs> going in dark baby. So, are you <laughs> um, on like
2: the imdb cast list so yeah yeah
1: yeah. so all these names just i i mean listen i i knew uh i knew kumail was going to be in it i remember benny safty joel edgerton you know you, you can see i've seen uh, the screenshots of you know some some of the characters in it and um you know as we mentioned han or uh or sun kang uh was gonna be in it but um, you know, what are you who he's playing or whatever. Uh so I mean, listen, I've been I've been super stoked for it that I've totally avoided watching the show. Um so it's uh it's been as as Greg was mentioning, kind of talking about since our last pod, um, you know, the 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 wife came in and was, you know, hot on like what we were gonna watch. And we'll get into some more topics of some stuff, and you'll see why I haven't watched it. Um, but <clears throat> Um, we this uh, an ad for it came on really quickly, uh, which showed you and McGregor, and uh, Jill turned to me and she said, "Oh man, maybe we should be watching this." Um, so it, it's it's I'm I'm super excited to just kind of see how they tie the story in. Now, I also will have to hand in my nerd card because I haven't watched any Clone Wars stuff and I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett. Um, so that's wild. Kinda... I didn't realize you were. I
2: have not watched boba fett either what
1: yeah not yet
2: i i I, look i'm I'm just gonna put it this five or six months have been just packed with stuff that
0: (laughs) i know i know we're still a ways out from uh mando season three because that's february yeah but you guys have to like you have to watch book of boba fett before you see that because there is some key stuff
1: Dude, yeah, Hustle's coming no.
2: on Netflix today. I got to watch that like, yeah, like at least 10 times. Miss Marvel's
1: sure. dropping, you know, today as well. Yep. And uh yeah, but so, yeah, so I'm really excited to just kind of see, you know, how they implement this and from all things that I've heard so far, you know, just as like, it doesn't sound like they've messed anything up. And I'm happy to hear that, you know, most of the stuff advertised was in the first two episodes. Um it's it's honestly next on the watch list, and probably honestly after this pod tomorrow, we'll probably watch an episode. So, um, just poor timing on my part for you guys, but yeah, I'm, I'm super super duper excited. Uh, even though I haven't uh, watched it in time, it's just uh, it's the world we live in. I, I have the ability to to watch this when I need to, um, but but yeah, you guys can you guys can continue on uh, in regards to it because. Obviously, I don't have much to add as as, as Greg in most of our uh, pods uh, says, haven't seen it. So. Don't
0: do that. Don't throw me over yeah. the bus <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this sports movie. Haven't seen it.
2: Um, No, I want to go back and touch on like the Moses Ingram stuff, because I think I like it's mm. it's unfortunate that this stuff happens in like the star And I and you know, both I, I said something to you on Twitter. You said it Yeah, where it was how like this Star Wars fandom is one of the most toxic fan groups of anything of sports or whatever entertainment wild bro. And I see like, and I don't want this to be like taken the wrong way. Like I see where they're coming from, but it's a completely like ignorant way of thinking. And uh, you know, it's all these people that are like all tied to, Oh, well, Star Wars has been this and now they're only doing this, like only making decisions because they're woke. And, that, and that's why, and, and it's like, I will say, like, I thought Rave's character in the first episode was a little eh, but here's the problem. Like, well, not a problem. Like, there's a good thing is there's other episodes. This isn't a one episode show. And they have to flesh the character out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, they only put her in there because, yeah, she, and they did it with, with Ray, And they said that, like, oh, it's a woman. She's the main character. So they're just woke. And it's really upsetting because... Um, I think there's a lot, like, I think bringing Reva in and I love her character now, um, you know, I stuck with it and I didn't ever think about it where I'm like, oh, like Disney's only doing this to meet an agenda or something like that. And I, and a lot of people have that mindset and it happened a lot, like, like you had said with Kelly Marie Tran, it happened mm-hmm. with Daisy Ridley mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of, it's really disgusting because, um, you know, I, I'm crossing over into a different property, like with Thor I, after they released the second trailer, a lot of people weren't familiar with um, Natalie Portman being Thor, like being Lady Thor, or or was it Mighty Thor in Mighty the Thor, comics, yeah. the Mighty Thor? And people were like, "Oh, they're only doing that because because uh, she's a woman and they gotta have a woman Thor." Like, like no, like just stop. Like you just sound extremely ignorant, and and you're just uh, for some reason you're tied to you're tied to a trilogy that came out fifty years ago and. And does not and like it's not allowed to progress. And right. yes, OK, they have characters that are uh, that are that are, are black, that are that are uh, the Asian. And, and yes, that's like that's not a bad thing. These are very talented people
0: that are that they're putting into these roles. Um, you have to be some kind of a moron, a real special kind of stupid to think that out of an entire not even one millions of galaxies that exist and all of these alien life forms that we've seen and all these creatures and people and just different races and species there's no black people there's no asian people it's all got to be white people or furry monsters like come on well I saw, up. <laughs> I saw something on twitter today that's someone i follow
2: um uh, i don't know if you've ever seen like the new rock stars um like YouTube channel, they yeah. do a lot of like deep dives into um comic book stuff, like Star Wars stuff. They do like frame by frame edits. And one of the guys on there, his name's MT, he uh he called this out. He called someone out in one of the episodes, and this isn't spoiling anything. There's a, a black um commander in whatever and sh- whatever the ship was, and someone comes, they're like, hmm, possibility this could be Finn. Like, so you're just saying because as a black a black Stupid. guy in the empire, it's got to be thin. Like, and he was dead serious because people are like, "Did the like, all right, now's a good time to delete this." <laughs> like, like this is this is a, a like and and um, it just it's upsetting. That's the way that's the way people think, and I hate when I, and it makes me like cringe when I see people have that that stance on this kind of stuff, especially in like Star Wars. It's one of the like most beloved series at, like of like. Kind of like at least ips of all time and people just like to have negative they just like to be negative
0: yeah i mean all these jerks fall into one of two camps it's either the close-minded idiots that that can't see beyond the, the color uh, and i use air quotes there for our listeners uh the color white they can't see beyond that uh, or it's the idiots who are like, "Oh, they're hurting my childhood. Oh, this right. ruins the franchise." Guess what? This all of this content, all of this content, does not change what was filmed in those three movies that came out decades ago. If that's exactly. all you like, cool, enjoy that. Don't watch the rest of us. But but don't sit there and whine about it. Like it's, it is an ever growing, ever evolving thing guess what? It's a business also. So they're going to make money and put out more stories. And if you don't like that, you don't have to patronize it and watch it. But don't sit exactly. there and act like this is traumatizing you because guess what? Those things that you love, they still exist. They're still out there. You can still enjoy them without any of this. Yep. Cry me a river.
1: <laughs> Preach. Preach
0: it.
2: Well, oh, no. That's all I that's all my thoughts on it. I don't yeah. want to get I don't want to I don't
0: want to <laughs> delve too deep into it. No. Yeah, I don't we want to go back to it. <laughs> we went on more of a rant about the, the, the quote unquote fans than uh, Obi-Wan itself. But yeah, yeah, suffice to say, Obi-Wan, very good. Check it out. Hans, do you concur? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, I didn't watch today's episode, but same from what same. I saw the first
2: three. I love episode three. With yeah. uh, the introduction of a certain character, likewise, and it was done extremely well, uh, very well actually. Surprised how it wasn't how they added it in, and it, I think where it's going is, um, it's it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm interested to see if they bring any other. And hair I'm not, I'm, I'm on most of the Clone Wars. I saw most of the end stuff, but I'm yeah. hoping they bring some of the characters in to the Obi Wan world. Like you could put like Ahsoka. Um, in there and a couple other people, but uh, yeah, I, I'm you know, hopefully, they if they only do one season, I'm fine with that. If they do two, I'm fine, no more than that. Do the, do the Ted Lasso, cut it off at three. Jeez, <laughs> uh, cut
0: all right, off at three. That's the uh, the Obi Wan talk. Uh, Hair, what about you? What do you have? What have, what have you watched?
1: Yeah. Um, so first thing I wanted to talk about on my list um, is something neither one of you guys have watched. Uh, so it'll be healthy dialogue. Um, it's, a, it's a show called Normal People on Hulu. Um, and the reason why I haven't watched Obi-Wan is because uh, the wife made us uh, binge this is 12 episodes. Uh, they're about 30 minute episodes. So it's about five and a half hours. Uh, and it's a it's a mini series. So there, there's no extra seasons or anything. Uh, it's actually based off of a book. Um, which my wife read, which she loved. Um, and it follows Marianne and, and Connell uh, from different backgrounds, but the same small town in Ireland uh, as they weave in and out of each other's romantic lives. Um, this uh, also, um, we talked a, a little bit about the, the main actress and this uh, Daisy Edgar Jones from Fresh. Um, so I believe she did this before Fresh. Um, and uh, the other main character is uh, who plays Connell is uh is paul uh mescal uh and it starts off with them in uh in school i guess you know uh since it takes place in ireland you would probably say like 12th grade um and kind of their first couple years in college um it's uh it's uh it's 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 rated tvma uh it's definitely it's definitely not for the kids um it's but it's uh it's it's really interesting look into the relationship I, i'd be interested to, uh if I had read the book first, how I would feel about it. Cause uh, my wife absolutely loved it and adores uh, the book and the show Um, me. It kind of left me, I don't want to say a little cold, but a little bit. um, I don't want to say sad, maybe uh, just uh, wanting more uh, perhaps as well uh, with, with the ending of it. But um, if you if you're looking for something to do uh, with with a significant other, or if you like watching two people uh, weave in and out of each other's lives uh, over the years, uh, a, a love you know a love story, per, perhaps. Um, normal people, uh, I would suggest is a good series. So, um, yeah, that that would be a recommendation I have uh, for the for the people out there. Um, any thoughts from you guys? Would you would is something obviously maybe not on the radar. We're not romantic uh, book readers here uh, at the, uh, at, at the uh, Papa spice headquarters. Um, But any, any interest, I mean, Daisy Edgar Jones, I mean, there's going to be another series we're talking uh, about her with uh, shortly as well. And she has another movie coming out. Um, Not too familiar with Paul, um, but uh, what, what about the series Papa, anything for you uh, thinking about it? Uh,
0: Well, so, you know, I, I'll watch romantic movies or romantic comedies, uh, really, if um if the mood strikes. Not a lot of comedy.
1: Yeah some comedy. Not this, a lot. More I'll drama. be honest,
0: just, just listening to the way that you describe this, it and it's it, nothing against you or anything. It just it doesn't no. sound like my cup of tea. So I I'm probably never gonna visit this, but uh I'm I'm glad you enjoyed parts of it
1: well five and a half hours so <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> hands <laughs> this sounds something that's like kind of right up my alley with like these kind of shows mm. like i i do like romance like i'm i'm with you greg but i feel like i would i would give this a shot uh i've seen it pop up on um was this ever on amazon or was
1: it always on hulu so yeah i don't even know if i mentioned it. it's on hulu right now uh right so you he did pull up Hulu, i and, i yeah.
2: feel like i saw but i might have got it mixed up with something else but i i know on either one of them i've seen this um, advertised, but um, I, I would definitely like to check it out. I mean, I, I like I like reading, so maybe I'll uh, if I check the book out. But is this like is this like something that's going to end up getting a second season, or is this like a one and done? No,
1: no, this is a one and done. Um, the the only other thing I was going to mention with it too is that it's done by BBC, um, which usually has a pretty good track record for you know with Netflix usually with having stuff. Oh yeah, that's like the the good stuff. Uh, so they're pumping which, out
2: money for that, and we can't get a season four of Sherlock or five uh, or whatever. Or,
1: I mean, maybe you might need to talk to Benedict about that. He's You're going to get your Red Notice too, and you're going to like it. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm red, Yeah, I got to get, I got to sit through Red Notice and Adam Project too. And,
0: <laughs> Shut and, up, but, and it's, and a, but it's a very driven, the Irishman, yeah. <laughs> and
2: I'm not going to, I'm not getting Sherlock.
0: You, you cannot lump the Irishman in with this movies.
2: Yeah. why what the, what did they, what did they put it what what is that a vanity project
0: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but um anyway but yeah I, w- I would say this this definitely wouldn't be a greg show uh but definitely i can see it being a hands. it is definitely more of a drama romance as opposed to a romantic comedy um yeah. uh, although it does have some moments of levity um they they are sometimes a few far in between beautifully shot as well and it wouldn't be a romantic novel without a you know, go into different locations. Uh, Most of it takes place in Ireland and Dublin, um, but they also go to uh, Italy at some point and Iceland. So a little bit there, but uh, yeah, and it's, it's half an hour episode. So easily. Oh, nice. um, You know, and we, we watched it over, I think a week span. So um, recommend it out there for the, uh, for the romance heads. uh, If, if, uh, if that tickles your fancy.
2: Nicholas Sparks didn't write the book, did he?
1: no no okay, nicholas, good. I'll, right. i will get you the uh the author of the book i can't there's a lot of
2: movies movies there's
0: the romantic movies i can't deal with
1: yeah well it's sparks. definitely it's not nicholas same. sparks look so, there's plenty so. of normal
0: people out there talk to me when they do like the horror version called abnormal people i'm all in on that dude you could be abnormal on it that could be people. like a, that could
2: be like a what is it like pride prejudice and zombies yes so they just make like abnormal people <laughs> on, and, and yeah the, uh, exactly
1: do you- the, author's mean, at the box
2: office that might not be the best example but
1: <laughs> the author's name was uh sally is, is sally rooney uh so. sally rooney
2: oh
0: i love her
1: yeah yeah so there you go shout out know, sally rooney
0: other, yeah i don't know any other book by her <laughs> you're welcome to come on anytime
1: <laughs> there you go yeah come on to discuss discuss the show that uh greg will never watch
0: see how nope. far along see how far along the obi-wan she is yes uh, all right, let's move on from that. Thank you, Herr. Uh So one of the things I watched recently was the Jurassic franchise. I decided to dive back in. Yeah, it's uh, Isla's Nublar and Sorna. Rewatched the uh, five movies that have been out so far in preparation for uh, what I'm hoping Dominion. is the final of the franchise. Yes, Dominion. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to go through every little detail for all five movies but just my overall thoughts the first first movie i mean just spielberg at his spielbergian finest a a perfect movie and there there's very few of those but absolutely love the magic just every single thing in the original jurassic park works whether it's dialogue characters casting costumes like the CG and, and animatronic combined effects. Like I I just, uh, I love it all. Give it to me, hook it into my veins. Like that's what a movie is. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, Then you go on to (laughs) the lost world and boy, does that quality drop off? It's crazy because Spielberg is one of my favorite directors. We came to a consensus that he was one of the best directors of all time. And, uh, I don't I don't know what happened. He, yeah, I mean, they they backed the dump truck of money up to his mansion and was like, yo, sequel time, baby. And he he pulled down the shades and was like sequel time. <laughs> I mean, it's this is where it gets really interesting, because I I'm, I've never been a fan of this movie, but um, I I had to find out what was going on. And he even admits during filming of this movie he lost interest in making the movie. He has mm. been quoted as saying that, and it shows. It comes across as screen. There's, it's just, it's like a a passionless project from him. Like you could not tell me, like if I didn't know that that was a Spielberg movie. It's just sure it's got the budget, but none of the heart whatsoever. And you know, the only returning character we get is. Ian Malcolm, uh, you get a brief glimpse of the the kids um, from the first one, but uh, he is nothing like his character from the first movie. And it's like, yeah, sure. He's seen some stuff and gone through some things, but even still, there should be some semblance of that character that people loved totally different. And it doesn't, it doesn't work in my opinion. Uh, Moving on to Jurassic Park three. I actually think this movie is underrated. I really enjoy this movie happy that they brought back uh, Sam Neill and Laura Dern. Um, the plot isn't the greatest, but it's fun enough. And the supporting cast that they have with them, especially, you know, William H. Macy and Tay Leone uh, really work uh, given their roles. So I, I don't know. I enjoy it. I feel like it doesn't get enough love Uh Jurassic Park one, I rate a five Jurassic Park two, or where the lost world, I I rate a two out of five Jurassic Park three, I give a three out of five. Moving on to Jurassic World. uh, I feel like this was another step in the right direction coming back. uh, And, you know, at this point, we had spent a lot of time away. And I feel like they actually managed to recapture some of that magic from the first movie. It's not you're not going to get goosebumps seeing dinosaurs like you do in the original Jurassic Park, but seeing yeah. a working, like John Hammond's vision of Jurassic Park, updated to the modern era with technology, uh, that's Jurassic World, and actually getting to see that in action, packed with you know people and visitors and stuff, that's what kind of gives it that magic feel. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like I could see this existing, and that gives you the goosebumps. Um, you know story okay sure i i guess they they make a dinosaur and uh you have the indominus (laughs) rex and it's like hmm, i don't know it gets a little weird there but whatever uh and you know the the new characters that are introduced um owen grady and uh, uh bryce dallas howards claire uh they're okay i mean i don't i didn't get particularly attached to them but at the same time they weren't annoying either um they were just kind of there. I give Jurassic world 3.5 out of five. And then lastly, moving on to uh, Jurassic world, fallen kingdom. Oof, this is by far the worst movie in the franchise for me. Hate, hate, hate this movie. Uh, it looks like a sci-fi movie, like a, a made for sci-fi movie. There's no love whatsoever in, in this movie. None of the magic, none of the heart of the series nothing that you could even equate this to being Jurassic uh, other than the dinosaurs uh, it's just it doesn't feel good and even those characters uh, Owen and Claire that return from Jurassic world um, you just don't care I don't know it's it's weird like they they don't there's no attachment to them the aspect that they had from Jurassic world with making the dinosaur they, Uh, An all new species, I should say, Uh, they kind of go one step further with that and this. And there's like they're auctioning all this stuff. And it's crazy because the the whole premise of the story, most of the other movies are about like the hubris of man thinking they can control science when in actuality it's you know, there's there's chaos involved and there's that hubris of man that leads to the downfall. This movie is solely about greed and how apropos, because that's all this was is a cash grab by the studio. Like this movie right. sucks so bad. It it really does. So I give this a 1.5 out of uh, mm. five stars. Just terrible. Wow. And Yeah. Anyway, that was my sojourn through the Jurassic franchise. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on any of these entries? I'm sure you guys have both seen them all. Oh,
2: uh, all right. <laughs> um, so I haven't seen two of the movies in really? Jurassic. Oh, wow. Yes, wow. So um, if Which you still... want to guess, you can, oh. but I'll just get. I'll start off at the beginning with Jurassic Park. Um, that's number one of the two that I haven't seen. So uh, I've never seen the original Jurassic Park. Shut up. In whole, I haven't. I've. Uh, that's n- no joke. I've never sat and watched that whole movie in like in in one sitting. It was on the other night, and I watched. What are you? Like, what I, are you doing I,
0: tomorrow night? I am
2: literally Probably watching hustle.
0: literally speechless.
2: I, yeah, so I, I you know, unless I have seen it and I just don't remember, but if I did, I only saw it once, but I, I like, I know the gist of it. Like there's five movies that explain well, what yeah, happens. Sh- sure. I mean,
0: <laughs> you're yeah.
2: blowing my mind right now. Sorry. I apologize. Like I said, <laughs> I think I may have seen it, but I don't, I haven't seen it as an
0: adult. Um, <laughs> That's going on the. We uh, never have I ever seen this <laughs> right up here in the um, banks.
2: <laughs> so, I'm sorry to anyone listening who may have thought I saw Jurassic Park and liked it. Uh, from what I saw, was good. Um, so yeah, um, the first Jurassic Park movie that I ever saw was The Lost World, which, um, I was really confused watching The Lost World going on and saying, Makes like, sense. who, what, like, oh, Jeff Goldblum is he in the first one? Like that kind of thing. So, um, and then the dinosaur came to L.A. I thought that was cool, but it was still a crappy movie. I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, I don't. I only saw Jurassic Park three, but I've seen one clip of it at least a dozen times, dozens of times. When the dinosaur wakes him up in the plane, and goes, "Alim," Uh, I love that. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) Um, So that's my rundown of three. Um, Now, most recently, I have seen jurassic world with chris pratt um i thought that movie was i thought it would be it was cool to be like all right like i know like three movies they go to this place and they're like they keep getting trying to get eaten by dinosaurs and they don't learn their lesson like you said with that whole hubris thing like just close money, the man. place money bomb it bomb it close it whatever just get rid of the dinosaurs and they don't they decide to open the friggin' thing what could go wrong um and, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it, and he plays a bad guy. Like, don't don't trust that guy. <laughs> and he's the businessman who steals the dinosaurs and all that. And then um, I remember there were two – I, I did like it, um, I having not seen the original, or at least the original three more than, like, once. Um, but I did like it. I thought it was okay. I think it was cool to actually see instead of the park, at least till a certain point in the movie, like, like you had said, like, open and see what it could be but um, i mean you're not going to get a whole movie of just people enjoying a dinosaur right. theme park no fun of so that make, exactly <laughs> so instead you get one of the craziest death scenes i've ever seen in a movie is when the the poor assistant who does nothing like <sighs> they save these kind they save these kind of like deaths for like the big bad Dude, or someone like that, that is heartless
0: is someone, heartless
2: she gets eaten like six different times i remember being eaten.
1: happy in the theater i was like I, yeah eat her
0: I, I remember being in the theater like, what the hell? Like, this she got- poor woman was roped in by her boss into babysitting her boss's family. You once think you she was away, having a good time? Listen,
1: once you step away from the emotions in the movie, you're like, actually, like, what if I was in her shoes and my Bro, boss was like, watching these kids? Yeah, to she thing. got wow. ripped
2: apart by, like, pterodactyls, <laughs> then, like, dropped in and eaten by, like, another sea dinosaur, and then that dinosaur got eaten by, like... I'm like, mm. this poor lady is like, she's probably still alive, living in this dinosaur's belly, mm. realizing what just
0: happened. Like,
2: I'm probably gonna uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> this isn't so. Pinocchio, my guy. <laughs> 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 it's not living in monster's belly. <laughs> um,
2: And then the other um. cool scene I remember from Jurassic World was when uh, and I could find flaws in this scene is when Bryce Dallas Howard opens up the cage for the Tyrannosaurus and she runs like 500 yards, full speed and heels uh, yes. with no problem. Powerful woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, outrunning a, a friggin' T-Rex with no problem. Um, I like that. I actually thought that was, that, that looked really cool. Cause um, you know, the T-Rex is it's called back to the original movies and sure. And that's nice, but you know um, I probably won't ever see whatever the second one's called. What is it called? Lost world. Fallen kingdom. Or no, uh, Fallen kingdom. I won't watch that probably cause I've heard it stinks and I've heard the next one stinks too. Hmm. um early reviews dumb 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 indian yep what's expected dumb like dumb oh indian
1: i got gotcha. dominion
2: yep and that was the, that was the reaction i expected
1: <laughs> yeah i wasn't gonna laugh at it so he'll
2: be, he'll be here all night folks that was Don't that was that was, that was like a cringing silence Ugh. <laughs> I Don't know I have nothing else to say on the show Dumb today. Indian <laughs> Dumb Indian. Harry, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you. That was my if I if I here's the thing. If I can rank all the all the uh, Jurassic Park movies, I'm just gonna go across the board and just give them like uh, two and a half, three, maybe a three. Jeez, Luis. But maybe when I see the first one, that will change. So
1: they re-released um, yeah. the first one and you cool. didn't take that opportunity. You could go no. see it tomorrow night before Jurassic World Dominion.
2: I have no you intention uh, to ever see Dominion ever. Okay. No, and Jurassic no. Park, it they, dude, whenever this, the whenever Jurassic Park movie comes released, like AMC plays it for the, It's like Christmas story at Christmas time where they just play for 24 hours, mm. then they just play like it's like a Jurassic Park marathon.
1: I'm well, just not I sit down and watch it. Though. I think it's I think it's worth it. Um nah, Hustle yeah, I mean, comes out, man. <laughs> <Jeez>. This
0: movie. <laughs> Um, we we did we did
1: did our sports for those at home we did our sports podcast uh two two weeks too early because chris hasn't even watched it yet and i know for certain hustle will be number one uh come tomorrow uh when he sees it but absolutely i digress um yeah, so uh, I the only Jurassic World I haven't seen is the is the new well of the Jurassic series is the newest one not named Dominions so Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Um, so I have not seen that yet. I've seen pieces of it, and I think I saw the end um when I walked in doing a theater check or something, um, or waiting for that last movie to to finish playing out so I'd go home. Um, uh, if uh, you would I, like, if you'd like it, it, it's, it's actually running 24 seven on this
0: one channel. It's called yeah. go outside and look in a dumpster.
1: Oh, you know that that channel? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. So (laughs) find
0: some trash in there. It's exactly the same. (laughs) It it hasn't made it any more exciting
1: uh, for me to check it out. Um, Obviously, you know, one hand ready blew us away there for Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, Absolute masterpiece. (laughs) I would highly suggest seeing that. I mean, especially, you know, we'll we'll talk about something uh, shortly. uh, The new Top Gun movie. Um, Jurassic Park is absolutely entertaining. Thrill ride. Uh, you know, and I would say the CG still holds up. You know, in certain scenes, not in every it scene, yeah, but it still holds up for for a movie. Um, Lost World, I'm kind of a fan of Lost World. I don't know if it's because I grew up with the toys, um, when they when they were pumping those babies out in the '90s, uh, but didn't really hate it. Uh, kind of enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't say. Listen, I'm not saying it's anything close to the first one. Uh, But I think you gave it like a two and a half, Greg, or two. Two. I'd yeah. probably, yeah, I'd probably give it maybe like a three, in my opinion. Uh, The third one, I've sadly, I think I've only seen that once. And I think I saw it in theaters. I was really excited for it, Um, you know, as I enjoyed the first two. Uh, felt a little let down. But again, I was probably like 14 or 15 when I saw it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I'll say about Jurassic World is... I uh, thought it brought back, you know, well said, Greg thought it brought back some things was I remember working for that movie and that movie came out of a Father's Day weekend, along with another with like a Disney Pixar movie. And I remember working Jurassic World and working that Sunday for it, and it absolutely blew the doors off. And I was so angry um, and <laughs> mad that this movie, which I thought was was solid. Um, And maybe you could say a little bit above average, Greg, like you said, three and a half stars was making so much money on that Sunday. It was one of those like where we predicted, you know, to do 5000 people. We were doing close to 10. So uh, it was totally a day. And don't uh, miss those days. uh, Yeah, don't (laughs) miss them. Don't miss them. (laughs) um but it was one of those moments where it was just like i'm gonna be here until three four in the morning uh finishing up my shift so for the for those movie heads out there you know the feeling uh and that's what jurassic world was to me and for for the longest time after that i said i absolutely despise this movie because i you know it became i it was okay um now upon reflection you know and given the fallen kingdom came out and even though i haven't seen it uh Maybe I was a little harsh, but, but yeah, that's the memory for that. So kudos to you for, for getting excited for the next one. Um, you know, I think we have all the same thoughts, except for hands who's the psycho who decided never to watch the first one. So
2: I, I never said, I never decided to watch first one. I just, I never came. I never, the opportunity never came to sit down and I'm like, I got to watch Jurassic Park. Like
1: the opportunity I, never came in your 30 ish years of life to be like, Hey, let me sit down and I have two other hours. stuff that it's I not even to knock like out long. first. You are
0: okay. a wild boy. <laughs> I'm just. <You> I, <laughs> I, I, this
2: is like one like I, I, I can't like it's a godfather 2. like people like blow their mind. It like blows their minds when I'm like, I've never seen Godfather 2. I've never seen Jurassic Park. I've never seen Jaws. I get the point of it. It's a big shark and he eats people.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with those movies, though, is like I can understand that because those were before yeah. our generation. But you were like primetime demographic for jurassic park when it came out now look i didn't get to see it in theaters either uh but i made sure as soon it was on as soon as it was on video i rented that bad boy and checked it out so it kind of blows my mind because you're only a year younger than me that like it just you you never had that opportunity or or took it i should say that what what year dr man 93 i was playing
2: probably playing final fantasy on super nintendo to care about movies at the time
1: well the man's had had like 30 years
0: to watch it and he's like i don't have the time good luck on your final fantasy podcast dude. there's like a final fantasy movie released like every
2: like i feel like every year there's some final fantasy copy that i gotta watch i gotta play so i don't have that time
0: jesus all right yeah so that was the jurassic dive uh let's move on hands what do you got
2: uh so i think i'm gonna save one of them so uh i actually did a uh a rewatch on another uh older not older movie but uh oceans trilogy
1: Ooh, with oh, nice.
2: uh with george clooney now i kept the oceans eight or whatever Just out of this clooney. uh yeah, george clooney brad pitt not everyone's in this movie like like Pretty literally much. every everyone's in this movie um i didn't i didn't watch oceans eight and i probably won't um, I'll probably watch Ocean's Eight before I watch Jurassic Park. To be honest, have you seen uh, Ocean's
1: Eight, or were you, no, you just? I haven't. No, I wanted to that, say That's the one with the ladies with, right?
2: with Sandra Bullock yeah, and, and half Rihanna. The land. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I heard it's all right. Um, I I, I, wanna, I heard it's I okay. It. Yeah, I'm not. Now it doesn't. Don't laugh. I'm not like saying it's like going to live up to like Ocean's Eleven, like Ocean's Eleven, or you know anything like that. I heard it's okay if you're a fan of.
1: I've seen movies. it. It's is it good. okay?
2: Is it good? Yeah. It's yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah i'll see that dress like solid
1: heist movie yeah
2: okay all right well back to oceans 11 um so <laughs> what do you what oceans 11 uh as i said george Clooney, brad pitt matt damon john don cheadle uh one of the afflecks uh uh, uh scott kane yeah I, I couldn't think of his name at the top of my head i just i knew it was affleck um andy garcia everyone it's uh julie this roberts Joey uh, roberts uh, this is probably one of the best heist movies I've ever seen. Uh, it's honestly, I've seen this movie maybe 15 20 times. I still can't figure out how the end heist, the end part of the heist works with uh, when they're robbing the casino. It's a little confusing. Um, but oh, Harry, I thought he was talking to me. Um, yes, uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a really like this was, I feel like, one of those like ensemble movies before they started making like like every big movie like every couple of years avengers like,
1: before avengers yeah yeah
2: it was like it was like a real life avengers um so it's like the big names at the time would always like be in this movie um it's it's a lot it's a lot of you know there's not the heist you know happens towards the end of movies but like there's a lot of comedy with this with between um not just the 11 but like the supporting cast too also so, the oceans
0: <laughs> Not just yeah. the eleven, but also the oceans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: they should just make a documentary called Life Silly." Stuff, but yeah, I don't know. it's been a weird couple of weeks. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's like kind of like a revenge heist for uh, for George Clooney's character. He gets out of prison, so the first thing he decides to do is uh, rob the, uh, his ex wife's new boyfriend and uh as to one get... does <laughs> yeah exactly what well, the first thing you get out you, you get out of prison is let me steal 111 million dollars or however much it is um so there's a lot of the, the the chemistry between the whole cast is is really good uh and it carries over into oceans 12 and 13 i think oceans 12 is a different tone from yeah. oceans 11 there's a lot more dialogue it's a lot more kind of back and forth with with the characters uh, you know, it's a, that's more of the bad guy getting back at Ocean's Twelve, but then they have to go to Amsterdam to to carry out a heist because they're not allowed, like in the country to like everyone knows who they are at this point. And then thirteen is thirteen. I feel like is like a weird remake of one, but I think it's I think 13's probably the second best of the three. But there definitely is. I mean, they go back to Vegas and they rob more, another casino, so they try and. um get back at someone who double crossed one of the 11
1: Chino uh, Pacino shows it's up. Pacino.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, they do that whole thing where like the bad guy from one of them from the first two becomes the good guy at one point, which is Andy Garcia. Um, Andy Garcia, I think is a very, uh, I- I'm not a huge fan of his, but I think he's great in these roles as it's like, I don't think he laughs in the whole series. He's just like a very straight faced and, and uh and, like, kind of, like a a, like, a a real scary, scary, like, villain in terms of, like, a, like a, a real-life character. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – I I, I've, I haven't visited 12 and 13 too much. So, I've seen 11 a lot, but I, I wanted to at least give them another chance. Because I remember seeing 12 and 13 initially and being, like, these are, like, these stink. But, like, when they first came out. But then I, like, rewatched them. Like, these are actually, like, pretty genius. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys have I know you probably both have seen eleven. I don't know if you saw twelve and thirteen. And eight. If you saw eight, three throw some some, some uh comments in on that.
0: And go. No. <laughs> yeah, um, no. <laughs> so, I didn't make a joke there. I don't know why there was like silence. <laughs> uh so I have seen I don't think I've seen thirteen. I did see eleven and twelve, but I only saw them once and it and each time it was when it was being released in theaters, so uh, I have only the vaguest of memories. I couldn't even tell you who Ocean's Eleven were beyond George Clooney. Brad Pitt was was most deaf in the crew. I don't remember. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Don Cheadle. Don. Um, there you go. Yeah, like I said, one of the Afflecks.
2: Uh, Casey 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 Affleck. Um, who's uh, man?
0: I can't think of his name. Sure, was it Pat Morita? Was he in there? Yeah, he was in it. Um, <laughs>
2: Elliot Gould, is that my name?
0: Tiny Tim, was he in there? Tiny also? Tim, <laughs> yeah. um, who else? Chippendale, they were sure. in it. So, yes, yeah, I mean, Morbius is in it. <laughs> Look, I remember, <laughs> yes, I remember, <laughs> uh, I remember enjoying them. I do need to go back and revisit them, and I, I do want to watch all four, uh, including eight, but uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. I'm happy that you revisited them though, uh, so that way I you can kind of confirm that they, I would, they do hold up.
2: I would definitely recommend them when you watch 11 and you go to 12 like 12 starts out like 12 actually is one of the the best opening sequences like and like I guess like top 20 opening sequences in like a movie for me of how it plays out um but it's 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 really good I would I would recommend it I Pat. feel like there's not Oh,
0: oh yeah sorry no, I, just, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say I feel like there's not a lot of good heist movies nowadays I think like the only the only ones that are memorable to me that that come to mind that I've seen were like the Now You Can See Me movies. I don't remember. I have not any seen yeah. Oh, man, those. Yeah, man.
1: What about shit. the uh, what about the Edge Money Heist, Plane Heist movie? Plane, uh, yeah, that doesn't. Was it called uh, Money
2: Heist? Was it Money Heist? I
1: thought it was Plane Heist or something. No, uh, There was a heist in there somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. No, I didn't
2: bother seeing that
0: trash.
1: Mm.
2: What about the one with um <laughs> where they, they robbed the, the tower? Is that uh Tower Heist? Tower yeah, heist. Tower Heist with,
1: with Eddie, Murphy Eddie Murphy Yeah. And ben no. Stiller, right? No, I'm good. uh yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think pretty much if nah, uh I'm if good, you have if you have heist in your movie title, <laughs> it's gonna be a dumpster
1: fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're chasing it. <laughs> yeah i mean for me uh you know we actually me and the wife we watched the oceans trilogy uh and oceans eight uh not too long ago maybe about six months ago or so or, the
0: quadrilogy uh, my friend
1: the quadrilogy <laughs> um well it's the ocean trilogy and then kind of the the sister sequel if you will um sure. with that um but uh, yeah, Ocean's Eleven is a fantastic movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's really divided. Not divided, but I, I'm making it more out than it needs to be. But I think some people either like twelve or they like thirteen more than the other. I I, I think all you know both of them are kind of meh. And you know whichever one you like, you like. Um, but yeah, The Wife's a big you know the you know heist you know movie, uh, and especially when George Clooney's involved, so automatically sold on that. Um, and Ocean's Eleven is a lot of fun and Ocean's Eight is a lot of fun, too. I, I would give that a, a chance that that one um, it was surprisingly, you know, had some charm of, of the of the first one. So, um, yeah, if you haven't revisited or if you haven't seen it, I would definitely suggest it. Um, a lot of, you know, who's who in the, you know, oh, he's in this. Oh, you know, um, with it. So definitely worth checking it out
2: um and that was also called money plane so we were both money plane money plane
1: yeah that's where they got to rob the plane with kelsey grammar and edge
2: yes it's now
1: carrying a 3.2 out of
2: 10 on imdb
1: nice well you can always trust imdb so (laughs) yeah should be good (laughs) um Uh, all right cool let's Uh, move on hair what do you yeah
0: next on the list
1: yeah. So another reason why I haven't watched Obi-Wan is because I spent six hours watching another TV miniseries called We Own This City. Uh, it tells the story of the rise and fall of the Baltimore Police Department's Gun Trace Task Force uh, and the corruption surrounding it. Um, this, uh, For anybody familiar with The Wire uh, on HBO, and this this uh, s- s- uh, miniseries was also on HBO, um, it's, it's the creators of this are George Pelicanos and David Simon, who um, also created the wire, so uh, that was also took place in Baltimore, and this takes place in Baltimore, um, and it's it's it stars John Bernthal, who who pretty much gives a, a fantastic performance in it, in my opinion. Um, but it's filled with a lot of you know familiar faces from not playing similar roles, but um, playing roles in this series uh, from the wire, um, and it takes a it's basically kind of you know, a heavy crime drama with um, this one's more of a biography and kind of focuses. There's a lot of, there's like four or three or four different timelines on this show um, as they kind of show the rise of uh, this one, you know, big detective played by John, John Bernthal, Wing Jenkins. Um, And you can look all this up on, on, on the internet, if you, if you don't want to check out the series, but um, absolutely. Um, I'm a sucker for crime dramas, um, you know, especially when it's, you know, kind of, you know, corruption or, you know, not glorifying, you know, one side uh, or the other um, and kind of gets into the minutia of things. And um, it's a it's a really heavy series. Now, the, the one thing I will say about it, if you haven't seen The Wire and you want to see if it might be for you it, again, it's not a direct copy and paste but it definitely kind of, if you watch, I would say we own the city first, as opposed to the wire, you can kind of see, you know, how we kind of got here um, in the way with how, you know, uh, the police department for Baltimore is run, but also, you know, it's, it's a nice introduction. I think it's an easy introduction. It's only six episodes as opposed to four seasons of television um, with hour long episodes with 13, you know, or 12 episode seasons. So um you know, if you're on the fence, this, you know about ever starting the wire. Um, you know, as I know some people are, and maybe you guys are as well. Uh, I think we own the city is a is a nice uh, you know jump in uh, for it, if in, or a nice uh, dessert after. Um, because I found myself really, really uh, slow playing this one and, and soaking in the world and uh, being back in that you know world that Pelicanos and uh, David Simon created. And uh, I can't say enough about Burnthal who absolutely knocks it out of the park so uh, papa any any thoughts on checking this out was this on the radar uh so uh
0: i've never seen the wire or or the shield which i guess is kind of similar um i but those are shows like those those type of shows have always appealed to me i've just never gone out of my way to check them out like Mm. it's something that i want to watch it's just like I don't know when I'm ever going to start it. Uh, Sons of Anarchy is another one. Um, Breaking Bad I have seen, uh, although I know that's not quite this vain. It's yeah, it's it's like, a it's a crime drama, but it's not like this type of crime drama. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it sounds appealing. It sounds like something I'd want to watch, but I just uh, I would probably watch The Wire first and then kind of go back and see this. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds intriguing.
1: Yeah, and so, I and I don't think you need to watch the wire. Like, I don't want to make it seem like you have to watch it to, right, to be able right. to do this. But um, you know, as somebody who did watch the wire, it is kind of one of those where it's it's hard to not mention it when you when you talk about it for 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 I think a lot of people in my my mind. Sure.
2: So, is it in the wire universe or is it just like similar? No, so like
1: the wire was based off of like um cuz I believe David Simon was working in Baltimore during the time and kind of uh was semi not biographical but like kind of you know names are changed, characters are changed right. but kind of kind of goes along with some of the stories. The the we in the city is basically ripped from headlines that you could, you know, look up stories. Gotcha. About. Okay. Um, right. But it's kind of like, Hey, here's the culture, you know, back in the, cause I think the wire was like from Oh two to like, oh06 or Oh eight um, somewhere in there where like the, the storyline of it is actually late nineties uh, slash mid nineties where this, you know, um, kind of takes place. I think in from 2012 to now, um, okay or, or right. roughly around now so it kind of shows two different timelines of, gotcha. of policing in baltimore um as well cool i'll check yeah. it out yeah we're checking out
2: based on a book by sally rooney
1: <laughs> <laughs> not based off a book by sally rooney but that's right. fine uh okay. also uh another another book based off of us by sally rooney with another hulu uh show conversations with friends um so that's all still on hulu um, i have enough also of those based off a book so there you go all right.
0: she's knocking them out of the park bestsellers Sally Rooney man nothing but hits just <laughs> loves friends
1: y'all y'all are comedians I love it uh,
0: all right let's uh move forward here uh so my next uh thing that I I'm gonna bring up is crippled avengers <laughs> which sounds like a very interesting title I promise it's got nothing to do with the marvel superheroes um so I am a huge fan of old school classic kung fu movies. Uh which is interesting because I know we've talked about martial arts movies just generally on the show, but I don't think I've ever got your guys opinion. Do you do you watch like old school like really corny chop socky kung fu movies? Do you have any affinity for those? If something's on, do you turn it on or do you go out of your way to seek those type of movies? either of you guys
2: i've watched i've watched mainly in terms of old school probably only like bruce lee martial arts movies nothing outside of that like old school style but Mm -hmm. everything else that like in terms of my martial arts like where i usually go to is more modern day like Mm -hmm. like the raid and protector on those those
0: types of movies right harry how about you
1: no i don't uh i don't really seek (laughs) it
0: out so okay um Nothing that tickles your
1: fancy or just you. Haven't decided. Um, to dive just, down I, I would say it's I, yeah. I would say it's it's something like I just haven't driven down the the road of, of hitting the classics or hitting the 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 must haves for it. So it's definitely a hole in uh my arsenal for sure.
2: It's because gotcha. none of them were directed by uh Peter Bogdanovich.
1: <laughs> <Jeez> Louise, <laughs> under Fanny Gold did, bottom.
2: Yeah,
0: he didn't he didn't cross <laughs> over into the Written arts by world. Sally Rooney. Got it, yeah, Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs>
1: Appreciate so, it. So
0: look, one of the things, one of the hallmarks of a of a good Good movie uh is if you see the shaw brothers logo they were a distribution company uh for a lot of these old school kung fu movies and and these the era that i'm talking about is like mostly 70s um there's a lot of fun to be had with these movies the plots are almost always the same uh the dubbing is terrible but that's what i love about it it's you know it's just a thing that i enjoy and uh the fights are very look they look staged but they're still very entertaining and you know Mm. they have the the celery snapping sound effects whenever there's a punch and you know (laughs) that that type of cheesy uh foley effect but uh but yeah I mean it's um it's just something that I love and so every once in a while I'll just randomly go through <clears throat> the streaming services and see what what their offerings are. Amazon Prime is better than the others uh, for finding, you know, hidden gems. And uh, I came across this one and I was like, "Crippled Avengers"? That sounds amazing. Let me cue this bad boy up. So I did, uh, and this movie was actually directed by um, uh, Chang Che, which he directed another famous movie called uh, The Five Deadly Venoms. Um, which I haven't seen, but is, is supposed to be a, uh, an amazing movie. Anyway, this movie, I loved it. Uh, like I said, you know, plots with these type of movies generally stay the same where you have somebody getting injured or knocked down in the beginning of the movie, uh, comes across a, a wise old master who shows them the way. They train up for a year or five years, and then they go and confront the guy that, that took them down that path. This movie was a little interesting, though, because within the first two minutes of the movie, uh, the guy who you think is the hero comes comes into his village or, or his home, I guess. And uh, the, the bad guys cut off his wife's legs and his son's arms. <laughs> yes. Whoa. But it gets even yeah well that was my my reaction my literally when i saw this and keep in mind the effects are terrible i mean it's just it's cheesy ketchup red blood and you know the, the legs are clearly good mannequin stuff. legs or whatever exactly the cheesier the better but when i saw this and this happens within two the first two minutes of the movie i literally was like god damn <laughs> i i could not believe it <laughs> and this is with the covid virus raging on uh, in my mind. But, uh, but yeah, so this actually turns out to be the origin story for the villains. And this guy, uh, the, the wife dies, but the kid grows up and he gets metal hands implanted. And, uh, these, the father and son go and basically lord over the village and inflict their will upon the villagers. And they end up crippling, uh, in various ways five other people whether it's chopping off their legs or their hands or plucking out their eyes or whatever they cause these afflictions to other people those guys go and they train under a mysterious master and then they come back and they confront the son and the father and their flunkies if an avenger
1: without being crippled this sounds this. Ab-
0: absolutely bonkers it is, and I, I loved it. I I absolutely I could not believe I stumbled on such gold. Um, it was truly truly a treasure. Uh, what is so, this on? Uh, Amazon Prime.
2: Nice. And it, okay.
0: Yeah, and it's a it's a fairly uh, short movie. I think it's like an hour and a half. Um, maybe like a buck forty. But uh, I I just enjoyed the hell out of this, and I, I ended up rating it four and a half out of five stars. Wow. I, yes, I could not believe. Again, it's not going to be for everybody because these type of Kung Fu movies are you have to be a fan and enjoy the cheese. Uh, But I'm telling you, this movie was beyond entertaining for me. Really, really dug it. Kept my attention. Normally, these type of movies, you can kind of leave them on in the background, tune out, do whatever, come back in. And it's like, oh, cool. We're ready for a fight. This movie, I was glued to the screen. So highly, highly recommend this uh and i want you guys to do some homework and and yeah just go doesn't have to be this one although i would highly recommend it but watch an old school kung fu flick not bruce lee because that's that's different bruce lee is like a different style of kung fu movie uh his stuff is classic enter the dragon top tier but uh but yeah you gotta look for no name people uh just terrible dubbing and you're in heaven how so. about is this any similarities to Kung Fury? The show? Uh, well, so Kung Fury is like a, the type of movie that like it mocks these type of movies. It's a parody okay. of these. Right. So, yeah, okay. if you like Kung Fury, you'll like these movies.
2: OK, I love Kung Fury.
0: Yeah. I mean, there isn't there's not like intentional comedy. Well, there's there actually is a little bit intentional comedy in this movie. <laughs> but but generally speaking, these Kung Fu movies are not intentionally funny right but did you just enjoy you like they make you giddy you know so yeah i don't know okay it's a thing that i love so okay all right i'm gonna watch it i i i have not
2: even heard of it until right now i thought this was like like some for like a maybe like a new marvel series like run out or something like <laughs> like i saw avengers and i thought that's what it was well hawkeye so was is like,
0: going deaf so
2: yeah like i thought like it was like maybe something where like you take away like like you know certain characters' abilities and everything that's where I thought they were go- like you were going with it. So the fact that it's like a martial art like an old school martial arts movie. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, um my my interest is more is, is higher than it was before before what
1: I thought it actually really was. Yes. So Harry, any interest in this? Uh I'm I'm happy you love it. Um <laughs> I might I might consider it but I don't think I'll be seeking it out. Um but gotcha. it sounds like if you're into that world you Know this, this sounds like a winner, so hopefully, anybody looking for cheesy karate out there is will be filled.
2: Hair, have, um, have you seen um Kung Fury? No, I haven't. Oh, you should. It's it, dude, it's like 20 minutes long. It's a great movie.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's on, I it might so, be on. I, Netflix, a, like I got stars. I gotta, I gotta hold a hole to fill. In there, wait so, a second, absolutely.
0: wait a second. Actually, I was getting mixed up because I. I have not seen Kung Fury. I was thinking you were talking about Kung Pao. Nope. Kung Fury
2: is about a guy who goes back in time to fight and kill Hitler.
0: I, I did not see that, but I'm I'm going to need to. I know I, I I was aware of Kung Fury. I just haven't seen that. Do you know what it's I'm am- talking about with Kung Pao?
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kung Fury, I think it's like 20 minutes long. Not maybe a little longer than that. It's like 30 minutes. Um, but it was written and starred by David Sandberg um so it's it's a but it's a real bananas movie like it's it's you'll enjoy it
0: yeah i'm 100% gonna watch that okay sure all right cool (laughs) i'm excited all right let's move on beyond crippled avengers uh hands what do you got for us next uh so
2: i one thing i didn't think i was gonna be ready to talk about today which i ended up binging in a couple days was uh stranger things the new Mm. season of stranger things um now i know that uh not all of us have started it uh greg are Are you done I, I did, yeah. I binged the whole thing in like two days. Okay, so I because wow, of the length you of the, yeah. the length of the episodes, I thought I was like, I'm not gonna be ready to watch this. I banged it out last weekend, like no problem. So I was like, nice. Uh, this I'm show, an underachiever. It, <laughs> yeah, you don't watch. You game. not watch one episode of Obi Wan. Those Disney Plus shows like a half hour long. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Stranger Things, uh, it's been a long time since we, since Stranger Things three came out. Uh, at least a couple years uh, and it shows because the kids look a lot older than they uh, probably were in the last, last season. Um, Lucas is like 38 now playing basketball. Um, I, this, this show is probably after the last season, my favorite, at least something of what I'm most interested in, in terms of content that's currently going on. Um, I loved everything about season four. Um, without jumping into spoilers, and I, uh, Greg, you could probably like at least um know where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle of the season, episode four, is probably the best hour of television I've ever seen. Um, it's episode titled "Dear Billy," mm-hmm. and the last episode, the last like 20 minutes of this, um, are absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, I think that, that the that the storytelling definitely goes back. I and I. I see a lot of people say like seasons two and three kind of fell apart a little bit with, in terms of the storytelling. Um, Are you one of them?
1: Yeah. (laughs) hundred percent.
2: I will say that um, season four, there is that like three different stories going on at once. Um, But they, the way they like kind of tie it together, I think is nicely tied up to get you ready for the last two episodes that are, Dropping in 24 days, uh, which they're like, I feel, I think they're going to be like two hours long each. So I think that's the second part of season four. And then, um, yeah, then we get one more season, but I, I I was all in on this. I, the, the reason I binged it is after every episode, I just was like, my God, like this show is perfection. Like it's so good. Um, but the can, I, I think there's a lot of standouts that a lot of people that didn't really get their time to shine in previous seasons really got their moments here. Um, they introduce like a, a new villain that isn't just a villain. They kind of flesh them out a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm I, it's, I'm more excited to watch the next couple episodes than I am to watch hustle tomorrow night. Wow. So that's saying something. Yes. Um, Greg, I'll, I'll turn it over to you since you actually, you, you had watched it and just wanted to see what you're kind of, reaction was i don't know maybe i might have overhyped it on um your facebook
0: post (laughs) yeah but uh yeah uh that's all right nothing uh, nothing wrong with being passionate about something you love um for me this did not hit quite as as hard uh as it did for you i will say i've enjoyed it i don't i don't (sighs) I mean, it's yeah, I'll put it like that. I I just I've enjoyed it. I don't think it's the best season, uh, but it's definitely had some really good moments. Uh, One of my favorite things about Stranger Things is every time they introduce new characters, they're just so good. Like, I love Eddie Munson. I think he's just a fantastic character. Uh, And last season, same thing when they introduced Max and Billy, like, hmm fantastic chef's kiss well even like
2: which call and uh, what's his name um uh Sean Aston Bob yeah like he yeah like Again. they do a re- they do a really good job with the like these supporting people that they pull in and 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 i and you know i i think he he definitely is a standout um yes for for this so love uh, that yeah.
0: they continued the relationship with uh Dustin and um oh god why am i losing his name uh, what's the, her name oh no or, no or, um Steve Steve, yes, Dustin and Steve. Yeah, I-, I love their bromance that they got going on, and yeah. slash mentorship or whatever you want to call it.
2: I I love how he was like the villain of like the basically like the the realistic villain of the first season, and then yes. like I-, I guess they because I- he was actually um like supposed to be done after the first season, and then they were like I think they said the same thing where like they wanted to bring him in for like seasons two and on, and he became like a regular cast member, but he wasn't supposed to be. He was just supposed to be just like. Like that, like, you know, a whole a whole uh, ex-boyfriend or whatever he was, the Nancy, like the the jock.
0: Yes. Um, the villain I'm not as big on. I uh, I don't know. I it, it seemed more menacing when you have an entity like the Mind Flayer or the Demogorgon in seasons past where these I mean they show signs of intelligence but like you don't really know what the motive is or what's going on in their mind whereas Vecna speaks um that's fair so, so I don't know it came it came off a little cheesy in that regard I also they you know they do explain his origin at some point and that's whatever but I'm hoping that they they dive into what that relationship is with the upside down, because that is unclear to me. I like they gave kind of like a half explanation at the end of the season. And, but it's still not entirely like, uh, transparent. So I don't, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, look, is it worth the watch? Absolutely. Um, even with its bloated runtime, uh, but it's also not flawless. Um, you know, the, there are separate storylines. I wasn't a fan of all the storylines. Some of them felt like just spinning our wheels. Others, it's like we could have wrapped this up way sooner. But the stuff that hits, hits good. I, so I will say that there's one out of the three major storylines. One of them, uh, them I can
2: do without. And and we're probably might be kind of talking about the same one. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to like jump in the spoiler territory. Sure. Actually, there's four, I guess, four stories, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I but, think there's, yeah. yeah. yeah but there's one where I'm just, I don't kind of agree. I just seems just something for the characters to do.
1: Well, which character was it for you guys? Or if you had so a the, least favorite storyline. The, the
0: the least favorite for me is Elle's storyline. And the one that I feel like they could have wrapped up sooner is Hopper's, which ties into some other characters.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. So I was more towards Mike and Will. But, uh, okay. <laughs> but but I guess that I guess the other one, the second one, the Hopper one. Yeah, that's a little I, I, I think I enjoyed it a lot more, but Mike and Will have like the I, I feel like they were just here to like just because they're main characters, they just put them in the show. And it's just yeah. like okay. Yeah. Which they didn't give them the, much to do, but
0: by the way, two other brand new characters that are fantastic Enzo and Argyle. Love both of them. Oh, yeah. Arga, isn't Arga or oh, Enzo's the dude um, the from Game of Thrones? Yes. Jekin Hagar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: See, I, I got yeah, that yeah, Game of that. Thrones
0: knowledge. Yes. So I want uh, even start with that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. It's good so far. Looking forward to the next. I do feel a little gypped, though, because I did not realize that there was another season until just a few days ago. I thought this was going to be this like the series finale. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, and now it's like, oh, there's going to be a whole other season. It was uh, unclear how they were releasing this
2: because they said like a second part of season four. Right. And but they didn't say it was going to be two episodes. The second part of season four is like two hour episodes each. That's no, uh, so but it's I'm, four, I'm uh, not even. Talking but, about, oh, yeah, I thought this was going to be a five. series. Finale. Yeah. 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 So did I. And then and then I think mm-hmm. like a couple weeks or months ago, they were like, no, Season five, they announced the season five would be the official done. They're
0: all going to be like 30 with wives and kids in season five. Like, yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's just... They're going to have to do what they did with like it, where
2: they get the adult actors. And and that's probably what they're going to accept that it's it's going to be the actual actors. Like they they age like like Lucas does look like he's 30. Yes. He aged the, like the, the oldest out of all of them.
0: Oh, and there was uh one other there was a major cameo. Um, do you know who I'm talking about, Hans?
2: Yes, I think so. Uh
0: from a famous horror franchise. Yes. yes yeah, that'd be okay. Beautiful. Loved loved that. Loved that. Uh mm-hmm. and especially since that franchise has a lot of like tie-ins with this season. So see, that was
2: ruined for me, but not like intentionally like by after it came out. Is only because mm-hmm. they casted him. Mm. And then, but I completely forgot that he was going to be in this. So then, it kind of was still surprised. But then I remember, like in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, like I did know they did announce that he was
0: going to be somewhere in the season. Hmm. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, uh, Harry, how how are you on a scale of one yeah. to ten with excitement for this? Uh, one
1: and a half. Oof. Um, <laughs> I uh, I know you're not a fan
0: to start uh-uh. out, so.
1: Yeah, so, like, I've said it before, but my big thing is, is, like, I'd rather just watch them, like, do high school stuff and, like, middle school stuff and, like, um, just enjoy their summer. Uh, But we watched a recap video of uh, the previous three seasons because we wanted to make sure we were ready for the first episode. And after the video, my wife was slapping her knees. She's like, I'm ready to go. And I said, oh, man, this feels like such a chore because the simplicity of season one compared to the next two seasons is so heavy and funny um they go through season one and like this was like a 12 minute clip they probably go through season one in like a minute and a half and then they get to season two and that's probably like three three and a half minutes and then the remaining six minutes is like discussing all the stuff that happens in season three um And then we were watching the first episode the other night, and uh, I agree. We paused it, and there were still 30 minutes left, and I said, geez, Louise. Um, So I I do, I think, agree with you, Greg, on the runtime. It does feel a little bit cumbersome, but they do a good job of jumping around to each individual character's story because... You know, everybody has their own personal favorite or, you know, which character they enjoy or they like one of these characters, but they're not a fan of the other. You know, as Chris was mentioning, like, hey, you might like Mike, but you might not like Will um, and stuff like that. So um, I wasn't really totally in on the first episode. It kind of seems like we're playing the same drum. Here's the new monster. Oh, you know uh joyce has got this job in california where she works from home so guess what she gets to do more mysteries um you know the whole hopper stuff i'm sure i'm sure i'll get to it and probably will eye roll at it um the whole stuff with 11 and picking on her like cool we get it um you know she's she's uh she's a little different um yeah, just uh, not not huge into it so far. So maybe the next six episodes will be kind. I'll let you guys know in uh, eight hours uh, when I'm done watching it.
0: Christ. You know what? There is one other thing I forgot to mention that I, I really dislike to or not really dislike, but I found it very annoying. And it was just it's more of a production thing. But like there are moments where they'll have this like giant uh scene or revelation or something big will happen and then it'll just go black like like it's a cut to a commercial and Mm. they use this like a bunch throughout the season but there's no commercials and and you think okay well maybe the credits will flash and it'll be the end of the episode no it's just it's a weird transition effect it's like I wonder Go yeah, ahead. I wanted to guess.
1: Oh, go! You were gonna say something, Chris? You yeah, I was well, to say.
0: There's one. I I agree.
2: I th- I thought that there's one moment where I think that really works, and that was where I, I think it's in the fourth episode where I think that 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 use of that cut to black right. works out perfectly. Right. But I think in a couple other instances I, that happened too. Again, and I'm like, they just did that. like I I they like yeah that doesn't make point? exactly. <laughs> just keep it on. Right. Now instead if, of this, yeah, now that the, the show's not, it's it's fifteen seconds shorter. Like that's, mm. <laughs> so go ahead. Ayer.
1: I I was gonna say I wonder if maybe because there were some talks before Netflix was like in the talks about how its downfall is coming, um, where they were maybe thinking about doing ads, and I wonder if they had kind of built that into this and had those moments like ready to go, like just in case, like because this is obviously the premiere show, so if you're gonna put ads in anything. Put it in Stranger Things, um, because everybody watches it. So, um, I that's more speculation on high end and just guessing um, I, as to why they would do that. But that's a weird I, production thing to do.
2: It is. So a couple of them are done at like the, but it's like after that happens, you're not getting another 15 minutes of content. You're getting maybe a minute. Like it's not like a couple uh, okay. times it's used. Like. It's and they can edit that over. stuff out. They can ep- edit that stuff out right away. Like I know yeah. before the first episode, they put the warning about the opening because of the incident in Uvalde, and they they put someone on saying like because of the of the shooting, there's yeah. some like intense images. So they can edit that out. So I mean, it's possible mm. too that they did that, but I think they used it too. I think they used it for dramatic effect because you yeah. know people when that happens, people are like, oh, like now I gotta wait till next episode. <laughs>
0: But that, maybe like, they, they know did, that
1: nobody watches the credits for Netflix. So they just were like, hey, we can't <laughs> Netflix put doesn't it like you
0: watch the credits for Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't we can't put it as
1: like an after credit scene. We have to like. Yeah,
0: we, we have to, to like have media. this
1: like actually it's ending. But psych, here's another little tease to get you pulled in to watch another episode. And probably why you guys banged it out so quickly.
0: Yeah, it's just a weird thing. Touching on that, uh, that message for you, it's it's you know, it's. Granted, you know, they obviously the timing, it, it just it was what it was. But like, I I'm a very, very sympathetic and empathetic individual. I would I would like to think. And, you know, my heart goes out to the, the families affected and people who lost loved ones uh, with mm-hmm. that. But I honestly like I don't I think they would have been fine not including that. Like when I watched that, uh, that scene my mind didn't automatically go to that you know it it wasn't like oh this is terrible this is a horrifying thing it's reminiscent of what we just experienced like i'm in a fictional setting it wasn't a one-to-one correlation with you know what what had transpired so i don't know i I think they could have gotten away without that sure i guess it was nice to to anybody that might think that but uh, i just i didn't see the connection the only reason I brought it up is
2: because people on Twitter were pointing it out and they're like, oh, sh- like Stranger Things, like, oh, like bad timing for that. I'm like, no, like this, this was probably filmed a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I, they, I mean, I, I, and I agree too. like, I, I, I think that they didn't need to put that on there. Um, But, you know, uh, it's, I can understand that, that because it was like such a, like, it was so recent that they put it on there. But I, I, I agree. I'm in, in your vote with that where i think like they
1: didn't necessarily need
2: to put it in there
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so all right let's move on to some less
1: stranger things here what do you got next less stranger things interesting um next thing that is uh on my list uh which uh why i didn't watch Stranger things i watched a, a series on apple plus called uh severance um this uh this stars adam scott um it's got um also, John Turturro, Christopher Walken uh, in it, uh, Patricia Arquette, um, as well as with some surprising performances from uh, Zach Cherry, uh, Britt Brit Lower, Lauer and uh, Trammel Tillman. Um, and so this is it's hard to go into this without like and I mean, you kind of figured out in the first episode. So it's a drama mystery sci-fi show, and it's basically about um Two lives. Uh, you're. It's called the reason why it's called severance is, uh, you basically have a divide between your work and your personal life. So you get in this elevator to go down to work, and your brain changes, and it's basically kind of like you're in work mode. You're now work Harry, uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, and then you get in the elevator and you go back up, and you go back to your your life as personal Harry. Um, And it's uh, it's really interesting as somebody who's now working a nine to five. um, I definitely would recommend it for anyone doing that. Um, It's directed by Ben Stiller um, as well. I I don't think he directs every episode Um, and it's uh, it's a nine episode season. Season one, uh, there will be a season two, um, but they haven't they just announced it. So um, I would suggest maybe watching this as when the new season will be announced unless you're a huge into kind of mystery sci-fi uh because it does kind of leave you wanting more uh the wife was like play play push play on season two and it was like not available sweetie um so but it's uh but it's an interesting and unique show and uh it's a lot of fun it's actually more fun than you would think especially if when you watch the first episode um everything i've kind of talked about happens in the first episode but um Yeah, they they kind of, you know, there's a lot of mystery, as I mentioned, involved with it. Um, And it's uh, it's really cool and really fun. So highly, highly suggest that for for the for the folks out there with the Apple Plus subscription. Hmm. Have you guys seen this or so
0: I'm I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it, but here's the thing, like. As soon as I saw Adam Scott, I checked out. I don't know what it is Whoa. about the guy. I just I'm not a fan. Wow. You know what? Here's here's the thing. I like the first couple it's... the first couple roles I saw him in were all very similar to like his Derek character from Step Brothers, where he's just that smarmy mm. like and I like I don't know. I just it it and I can I can disassociate the actor from the roles he plays, but I just what I've seen him in is always that same kind of role. And I find it annoying and it's like, I don't, I don't know. He just, he reminds me, he's like an annoying Tom Cruise, I guess. He kind of (laughs) reminds me of Tom Cruise with his looks, Uh, but yeah, I don't know. So, but listening to your description of this, it does sound very interesting and the the cast seems pretty stacked. So I don't know, maybe I'll give this a shot.
2: Yeah, this has been on my radar for a while. Like I've been, I, I started, I hit p- play on the first episode, but I didn't like kind of stick with it. I think I did that like I'm going to put it on at ten forty five at night, and I go to bed at eleven, so I didn't really like, and I never went back yeah. to review. Yeah, the
1: episodes are long too. It's an ad, like they're hour episodes for sure.
2: Yeah, so I think that like now that like Stranger Things is done for a couple of weeks, I think this will be my. My one to catch up on, but I've heard I've heard excellent excellent things about it. And yeah. Greg right, with like with Adam Scott, I've I've kind of see it too, where like he doesn't. I I never thought he would be one to have a lot of range, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like in that, like he did a lot of kind like he's known as like a comedic like actor. But I like would I, I he might be like kind of surprised me like when Seth Rogens was in um Seth Rogen was in um Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. and he's like phenomenal in that he's a dramatic role, so. I, I don't know uh, I you know uh, from what I've heard he's great in it Um, I, I if anything Ben Stiller would have turned me off but I've heard he's done has done a great job there well he's
1: behind it. the camera on this that's so what I mean right you know, no worries there for you yeah um, that's I, but and- that's what I
2: mean like a lot of people don't like Ben Affleck on the screen but he's a phenomenal director so
1: yeah yeah well I I would say in Adam Scott defense a uh, huge Adam Scott head uh, this Parks and Rec party down um, really love uh, his uh, persona so uh, change your ways Greg and give this one a shot
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> I'll give this a shot if you give crippled Avengers a shot. <laughs> uh... exactly
1: i gotta watch stranger things and obi-wan and boba fett so (laughs) here come the excuses raining down
0: upon us uh all right let's move on uh i'm actually going to tackle two things that i watched uh both tales of horror and ancient beings (laughs) uh (laughs) the first is a little movie called x which was out in theaters recently and uh Oh, God, this movie. I hated it. Hated it. this like a porno? Well, so the the, the premise is that this group of individuals goes to a farm and they're going to shoot a porn there. And Ah. then, uh, you know, killings happen. Um, Chaos
1: ensues. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, I I don't want to go too heavy into spoilers because it is a fairly newer movie. But like, I don't know. I expected more out of a 24. I just, the, the main antagonists, the killer or killers, not a fan, not plausible. I thought the prosthetics were terrible. Uh, I just, the movie took forever to get started. Um, I paused it at like the hour mark and it's an hour 45 movie because nothing had happened. I'm like, where are we in this movie? What's going on? Uh, And and legit nothing of interest had happened. Uh, There there's like tiny Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes uh, in the beginning, but like it's just it's like a whiff of it, like just just a a tiny scent, like oh somebody's cooking something good a couple yards over, and I can smell it. And it's like that's that's this here with Texas Chainsaw. That's the closest vibe you're gonna get from it, because everything after that is just garbage. It's just, I don't know this. I had, I had really not high expectations, but I had like decent expectations going into this because of a 24s pedigree. And I saw a lot of other people rate this very highly. And so I went in kind of optimistic and I was blown away, but not in a good way uh, of how bad this movie is. And as far as a prequel, mm, nah, I'm out. No, thanks. I don't need to see more of this garbage. So uh that's my thoughts on x uh we'll get to that in one second uh let me do the other movie the other movie starring an ancient horror that i saw was uh nosferatu the vampire from um i'm sorry from 1979 directed by werner herzog uh starring isabella johnny and uh klaus kinski uh fantastic just absolutely fantastic. I I had recently watched the original Nosferatu, uh, the silent film from I think 1919. uh, And I wasn't huge on it. You know, it was a classic movie. um, But I I just wanted to round out my my film base there. And I had actually heard that this one uh, was not as good. So I wasn't I wasn't like super looking forward to it. But I'm like, you know what, let me give it a shot. Man, this movie is so so good. So good. It's just it's a absolutely gorgeous gothic horror movie. Uh, you know, it is the the tried and true uh Dracula movie. Um, this is even though it's called Nosferatu, this is the story of Dracula. However, they they change uh some things in the story. Um, but man, Klaus Kinski is just terrifying. Uh, Isabella Johnny is just an ethereal beauty and she she's uh, she plays Lucy um, and she's she's basically the main character in this as opposed to uh, Jonathan Harker and um, the movie I, I described it almost as like a waking nightmare because it's just like I don't I don't know how to describe it but like it's it's gorgeous and creepy all at the same time. Like it's a whole vibe, and I I cannot believe that they were able to tr- like convey this imagery on the screen that that can effectively set a mood so well. It's just very very eerie and uh, and really well done. So X. I give 1.5 stars out of five. Nosferatu gets 4.5 out of five. Very, very highly recommend Nosferatu the Vampire. Um, so that was my little horror uh, quotient. Uh, have either of you guys seen X or Nosferatu? Any plans on watching either of them? What do you guys think? I haven't seen
2: either a uh, Nosferatu scares the hell out of me. Like I've seen pictures of it. It's terrifying, terrifying looking. Yes. Um. So that I'd probably, uh, you know, if I see that, any need either of those, like the old one and the new one, the newer ones. I'll probably. Ugh. Um. So, no, I've not seen it. Uh, X, I heard that was getting like a lot of good buzz, but I think that was one of the movies that was like, it uh, gets a lot of good, like festival buzz. And then when it actually like gets released, people hate it. Mm. um i actually thought of a couple jokes that uh i can't tell on this uh this episode <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna have to uh <laughs> save
0: it for the group text
2: <laughs> i'm gonna have to save it yeah for the, for either our uh after chat um but i've not i've heard i heard little things about it i, I think maybe our buddy sean talked about it mm. i don't know if he liked it or not but i remember like he brought it that we had in our chat months ago or whatever it was coming out but um i i know nothing about it i don't I've kind of shied away from those like, uh, like Texas Pink Chainsaw Massacre similar movies with, with like a murder chasing slashers, group of kids yeah. Or slashers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I've i kind of gone away from them, um, in the past few years. So maybe this is something if it's on TV, I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, Hack.
0: save your time. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, I think similar to Chris Nasratu definitely terrifies me. Uh, but uh, Based off of what you were talking about with it, Greg, it sounds like an interesting uh, watch. So I, that 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 sounds like something might be on my radar. Um, X, I, I saw in theaters, and and I wonder if if you had seen it in theaters, Greg, if it would have been a little bit different for you. Um, just you know, I don't know, watching sometimes horror movies or comedies with people I think gives a sometimes a different element. I know. Um, well, I what I enjoyed about X is like you said, it, it's not really like a true. You know, ode to like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it puts you in that world, and I think it does a good job of doing that. Um, especially with, you know, the the chosen, you know, film style, you know, the the setting, all that stuff. I think they do a good job with that. I didn't mind how long it took to get going. I felt like that kind of built up the tension and kind of worked for you know developing some of the characters and. Um, you know, the the plot of the movie. Um, and I'm also excited for the prequel. I didn't know that um seeing it, uh, that there would be a prequel. So um I really I kind of enjoyed this one. Three and a half out of five for me on it. Um, I'm surprised as, as a horror aficionado that uh this didn't tickle your fancy uh for it. But
0: and you know, you talk about the tension thing and <laughs> Look, I love movies with tension, especially like one of my all time favorites is The Shining. And that's a movie where tension just builds and builds and builds until things just go insane. And that the tension isn't here for me in this movie. Like, I, I I'm not opposed to having that method, but like there was no. There was no eerie feeling for me. There's no feeling of dread like something's going to pop off. It was just like, eh, there's these people and they're weird, but they're harmless. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it. I never got a sense of danger. And so I guess maybe that's why when things popped off, it was laughable to me.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's. I guess fair. I mean, um, judging by the ratings of it, I'd probably say more people are aligned with, with my trainer. Oh, Trina for sure. For I know I am firmly, um, firmly in the minority there. It's surprising <laughs> to me that, uh, that it wasn't, uh, you know, at least somewhat looked, uh, looked upon, uh, by you. And I don't know. I felt like the supporting cast, uh, for it was good. And, uh, I felt like the actors were, you know, or at least each of them had their own character, um, I, I had a fun time, so um, I'm sorry you didn't. That, that's a shame. I'll be interested to see. Maybe when Hans sees it, he can break the tiebreaker and uh, yes, let us know it. which side of the coin we should fall on. I'll put, I'll put Hustle aside. <laughs> it up. You're not going to uh, put Hustle
2: aside. All
0: right. Go well, on. let's move on from my horror stuff. Uh, Hans, what do you got Next.
2: The last one that I have that I've been watching is Under the Banner of Heaven, which is FX slash Hulu. You can watch it now on. Um, So this is uh, it's got Andrew Garfield, Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, my man, Wyatt Russell from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier fame. (laughs) uh, John Walker, who is the best Captain America uh, as a throwback. Um, Also, Sam Worthington, who I haven't really seen him in much since Avatar. And I'm, I'm lucky to see him in his next movie, Avatar uh,
0: 2. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Making that 15-year uh, comeback. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: I, and a real quick side story. Catherine and I were watching. I'm like, oh, Catherine's like, oh. I'm, I kept saying like, oh, that guy's in it. That guy's in it. And Sam Worthing comes up. I'm like, yeah, he was in the Avatar movie. She's like, oh. like, I'm like, yeah, and his next movie's going to be Avatar 2. So, it's, uh, you know, he's been waiting for this one for, for years and years. um. This is, I've only watched the first episode, and we're, I mean, this is one of the shows that both me and my wife watch together. We're, I, I think I'm a little more intrigued than she is. Uh, her words were maybe about like three quarters of the way through, like, this is a really weird show, and this is a really like bizarre show. Um, from what I've heard, it's, it's definitely got true detective vibes. I haven't watched it, which yeah. uh, I know, Harry, you've seen both, uh, at least everything up except the last episode of under the banner of heaven but i've heard that it has a lot of vibes from from um from true detective which i I have to go back and watch uh from what i've seen like andrew garfield and and all the supporting cast is really good the first episode kept me intrigued it's it's basically about a a murder that takes place in uh like mormon lifestyle uh and it kind of digs deep into the religion of um of the mormons and some of their beliefs and how the mormon societies are run and it's it's really interesting. Uh, I, I and my knowledge of Mormons is, is not that great, except from an, an episode of South Park that tried to explain it, uh, of John Smith and his uh, his travels. So, <laughs> that's all I got. So I'm glad not the actually... cortex, not the cortex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually happy there's a show that t- explains it on more of a a, a grander level. So um, yeah, I, I I would recommend it. It's very spooky. It, it, it there is a lot of like kind of tense and actually intense moments in the first like 10 15 minutes um and and the subject matter is pretty is pretty deep um but yeah I it, it's this is the new show that we're we're going into and hopefully we stick with it. um We watched Broad church together and that's a pretty intense show so hopefully she can make it through at least a couple more episodes. Yeah. So
1: Ha. Yeah, I mean, um, the last episode I know is an hour and a half, which is the only thing holding me back to find the time to, to do that, which, you know, per usual with content. Um, yeah, crime, drama, mystery. Uh... That's you. Excuse me, I sneezed. Uh, apologies. Um, but yeah, it takes, you know, um, it kind of has three storylines. One of them is before the murder. One of them is after the murder. And the third one is kind of like this. How, you know, the Mormons found themselves to Utah and it doesn't it doesn't take away from it, uh, in my opinion, but because they kind of weave it in as they're kind of talking about the lessons learned or, you know, um, as with any faith, it has to grow and change with the changing of the times. Um, you know, and they kind of touch base on that. Um, you know, and there's some conflict between original teachings and stuff like that. And uh, you know, going back to that. But Garfield's a big standout for it. And he's helped by, as Chris mentioned, some of the supporting casts. and um, you know, Daisy Edgar Jones just here in another thing uh that that I'm watching. So not on purpose, just just so happens she's uh she's putting in that work uh there for it. Um And yeah, definitely more true detective vibes. I would recommend we own the city over this um, if you are a crime fan. Uh, But if you are watching with, you know, I think, you know, a significant other or, you know, I think this one's a little bit easier of an entry. But again, multiple storylines told on this, which, you know, when watching the first episode can be like, this is kind of a weird show or this is a little a little different uh, for it. Hmm.
0: Uh, For me, this is definitely in my queue. Like, I'm excited to watch this loved True Detective season one. It was I love that show. Um, It's funny. I saw a meme for this where it said uh, uh, Andrew Garfield won't stop until he's explored every aspect of Christianity. And it's got like a picture of him from silence and then this and through the eyes of Tammy Faye. So he's doing like every version but uh, yeah, religious kick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, it it looks really good, really entertaining. Happy to hear from you guys that uh, you know, it, it delivers. So
2: I'm excited. Oh, and Rory Culkin, who uh, he's one of the Culkins, is in this. So oh. uh, I, it's weird how they I, I just they look alike. It's scary. Like I can't. Yeah. You you could put in all three of them. You know them when you see them. Yeah, you could put all three of them, uh, yeah, in a round. Ah, uh, that's a Colkin catch. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: one of the Colkins.
1: <laughs> it's no good, Colkins.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for sharing hands, uh, Harry. What do you got next?
1: Yeah, so next for me uh, is uh, George Carlin's American Dream. Um, this is uh, kind of a documentary uh, biography of his life um, with interviews with his family and friends and. <gasps> material over his stand-up specials and footage and uh, from his personal archive. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, he was always one of my dad's favorites and, you know, kind of watching his routine, um, you know, and it's interesting to see how he kind of grows and changes. And I think that's something where, you know, we as a society don't do a lot nowadays where it's like, you know, hey, I hated this and I always will hate it and it's like you know well hey maybe dive into it or you know maybe check it out you know anime something when i was growing up i absolutely hated and i wouldn't say i've dove into the you know the hits but it's something that i've been more open to and and trying you just um, haven't met
0: the right waifu yet
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, this this was a solid doc. It's two parts. Um, so I think it ends up being like probably like two and a half to f- two hours and 45 minutes. And it's directed by Judd Apatow as well. So, you know, his stuff is always uh, it's, a little it's
0: longer than that, bro. It's like three and a half hours. Oh,
1: total. is it? I thought yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, because the first one's about two hours. And then the second part's about an hour 45. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm way off. Um, so it is long. I I would say if 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 you're looking for a George Carlin experience I might suggest watching the standups as opposed to this documentary unless you really are, you know, uh in, interested in his life and um, you know, uh, I definitely was, you know, as I mentioned based off of uh, you know, how relevant his stuff kind of still is and how, you know, long, you know, we've been talking about certain issues in you know either politics or in America, uh and what's going on. So Greg, I believe you you also watched this. So uh I don't know what your thoughts were if you concur. I did,
0: yeah. So um George Carlin, my all-time favorite comedian, uh just so so biting and funny and relevant at all times. Uh and yeah, somebody who wasn't afraid to to grow and change and be himself and, and kind of distill down until he was in his ultimate form. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just so fantastic and I, I feel really lucky and blessed. And I mean that truly that I got to see him in concert, uh, like right before, uh, he passed, it was like maybe a year wow. before he passed. Saw him at, the, the, um, the Keswick theater. So, uh, yeah. Um, as a uh, I guess a feature film, um, I feel like this movie, it, it went on a bit long, but it is very comprehensive. So, you know, it, it does have that going for it. I think, you know, it probably would have benefited shaving some time off of the runtime. But uh, but ultimately, yeah, if you're looking for um, an initial dive into him and, and who who he is and what he was about, Uh, you know, this is a good place to start. I think, like you, I think I would recommend his just watching a couple stand up specials over this, but uh, but this isn't a bad um entree into Carlin's life and and works, so
1: yeah, unique character.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, and it it is absolutely crazy and sad at the same time how, how prescient he was and how. A lot of the things that he, uh, you know, did bits about are still problems that we're facing in this day and age. So, you know, his comedy just it stands the test of time because unfortunately uh, we as society can't get our crap together. Uh, But, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, he was he was a master and just literally the top of the top for me. So uh, enjoyed watching
1: it agree more no hands
0: i've seen this like advertised
1: so i
2: i would like to watch it um i'm a i'm a huge carlin stand-up fan i love them you know in, in the few movies that i've seen him in um you know i i've seen i've seen more clips of him recently with you know i i know a lot of his stuff is still relevant today mm-hmm. um so i i guess one question uh, is his stand-up any of his stand-up specials on hbo
0: to like kind of
2: promote with this
0: uh i I think some might be, but uh, Amazon prime has a lot of,
1: of they them do. Well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Cause I would like to go
2: back. I, it's been a while since I, I think I own maybe one, like one of his, one of the ones from before he like a couple of years before he had passed, whatever mm-hmm. his big special was. Um, but I would love to like check in this. Uh, you know, I have heard like, I've heard he had like a really interesting life and, and just like a kind of a, a, a he's one of the funniest comedians around and he's an influenced tons of people I mean, and influenced Judd Apatow to make a movie about him. And, and I consider Judd Apatow, one of the, the best filmmakers like today um, in terms of comedy. So, um, you know, I think if, if it, he probably got a lot of his, his, um, you know, ideas for just like is is whatever what I'm kind think of thinking um, of from, from Carlin. So I'm, I'm glad that it, it seems like it's in the right hands. Um, to do it, so I'm um, you know, with your recommendations, I'm probably gonna check it out. There
0: you go, nice. All right, uh, gonna move on to my last uh thing that I watched over the break here, or not break, but <laughs> I guess break from life with this sickness. Uh, and that was something I actually watched last night, which was a little movie called Dead Man Walking from 1995. Uh, the starred Susan Sarandon and um. Sean Penn and uh it's funny because I had actually I read the book in high school uh for one of my classes and uh I think we watched the movie but I it's been so long like this was basically a brand new rewatch for me it was just bits and pieces it was like oh yeah I saw that uh but man this movie was really really good uh Susan Sarandon actually won an Oscar for best actress in this and Sean Penn was nominated for best actor and Tim Robbins was nominated for best director. So this actually has some, uh, some Oscar pedigree here, which I was unaware of, but watching the movie, it's very evident because these performances do stand out. And, um, you know, in terms of it being a story about, uh, you know, a crusader fighting for somebody on death row, um, you know we've seen other movies similar to that. There's been the Green Mile and just Mercy and things like that. and you know those are all really good movies too. uh and this this is right up there with them i I would say um the movie held my attention, but it really got me in like the last half an hour. I'm not ashamed to admit it, but i I got waterworks three different times in the last half an hour of the movie. uh it there are several points where it's just like, wow, this, this hits you like a ton of bricks. Mm. And, um, the, the character that Sean Penn plays is not a likable person at all. Um, he's, (laughs) he's, uh, uh, a white supremacist who, uh, was found guilty of raping and killing, uh, you know, um, two teenagers, uh, doesn't, Shy away from that, uh, just very, very unlikable. And uh, Susan Sarandon's sister Helen Prejean is a uh, a nun who you know he's he's facing death row, and she is there with him during his last days to kind of see if he'll repent, uh, just you know, to I guess help him find some peace of mind, save his soul, whatever. And uh, it's, it's just a really, really touching story. And there's a lot of big questions that uh, the story finds you, or I should say the story leads you to ask yourself, like, um, you know, how, at what point do we draw the line where, where we can say, yes, this, this person deserves life or does not, or at mm. what point is redemption possible? Is anybody beyond redemption and and things of that nature. So even if you're not a religious person, uh just basic human respect for other people uh regardless of their situation, it's uh it's very interesting. Um so yeah, it it like I said, poses a lot of big questions, hits hits you right emotionally at the core. Definitely recommend checking this out. Oh, and by the way, cinematography very well done. Your boy Deacons for this movie deacons. so yeah, uh have either of you guys seen dead man walking or heard of it in interest like you greg i feel like i've
2: seen it like in school at some point or either mm-hmm. high school or college <laughs> um if deacons is doing it that's great that guy that guy can shoot a a, a totino's pizza rolls commercial and they could win an award <laughs> um <laughs> sorry i'm really hungry um <laughs> I, I, you know, the, this, another movie that I like kind of thought of, it sounded similar, somewhat similar to was, um, I don't know if you, if you've seen it, it's got, uh, Kevin Spacey and Kate Winslet, uh, the life of David Gale, where it's about like kind of similar where, um, it's someone who's on death row mm-hmm. and, you know, um, but I, this sounds, I, for some reason, I, that's the one I first thought of when you said dead man walking, but I, I, I like after I looked this up, I do feel like I watched this in, it had to have been high school. Cause there's mm-hmm. no way we were watching this at a, a good old st chris uh in eighth grade (laughs) um but uh yeah i i i don't want to say too much because i if i have seen it then that's the last time i did which was 20 years ago (laughs) um so yeah um uh it sounds interesting and it sounds like it's worth a revisit Mm -hmm. so where did you watch it on
0: uh i'm pretty sure i watched it on prime okay so nice all right awesome Uh,
2: This is like right up that Netflix wheelhouse of putting stuff. That's like 30 years online. Right. And it's going to fall in their top 10 somewhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For me, I have never seen this one, nor did I read it in high school. I I must've been in the, uh, the slower, uh, English classes. (laughs) Um, but, uh, it definitely, I remember seeing it in Netflix at some point and adding it to a queue. So it's, it's definitely been something that I've wanted to check out, but never have done so. But, um, you know, I think uh, I think you've posed a lot of things, uh, Papa, that uh make it definitely more intriguing than I thought. So um definitely need to bump this one up on the list to uh to check it out. Definitely uh an you know a movie worth worth checking out for the for the folks out there.
0: For sure.
2: Not sure uh, if you're aware, Harry, but uh Sally Rooney wrote the book. <laughs>
1: Are you making that up or
0: <laughs> not true? Sally Rooney did not write the book. Uh, and <laughs> just since I did not uh, specify, uh, yes, Dead Man Walking. I rate it four out of five stars. Nice. Uh, all right, let's move on. I know we're running long here. Harry, we got uh, your final things that you you watched so lay it all on us
1: yeah no listen i'm just trying to make up for the fact that i haven't watched obi-wan or all of stranger <laughs> things yet so um last thing uh me and hands uh, took a trip uh, down memory lane uh and we went and saw the new top gun maverick uh which is out in theaters right now and the only way to see it so um man this movie uh is incredible um i could not say better things about it. it. It picks up, you know, I, you don't need to see Top Gun to see this. You don't need to be a fan of Top Gun to to see this um, and enjoy it. Uh, there's, you know, it picks up, you know, many years later and, and kind of keeps running and, you know, What's what's so interesting about this, and I, I think about a movie like Ghostbusters that came out, that was like a sequel to, you know, that we, we kind of debated and talked a little bit about on the pod. And Read
0: carefully, my friend. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> this, this, this compared to this and what they do with actually uh, the original Top Gun compared to what they do with Ghostbusters uh, blows it out of the water um, when it just goes to the nostalgia and just revisiting characters and you know taking storylines that you know were going on in the first one um and you know there there is um you know i mean to keep it simple it's basically kind of like star wars in a way um it basically is like a star wars story um you know as well and you know that that doesn't miss um and it was just nice to also have a movie that didn't have a 20 minute uh, CGI fested fight at the end of it mm-hmm. um, for a big blockbuster. Um, the action's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I, I didn't even get to who's in the movie. So hands, I'll turn it over to you. I mean, am I wrong on any of this? I mean, what were your feelings on, on the new top gun? Because I was a fan of the original. I wouldn't say I was like one of those guys that was like, you never saw a top gun. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than, you know, your average bear. Um, but I know you weren't a fan. So what was your what was your feelings on on this one? So,
2: yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the original Top Gun. I think it's like very overrated. It doesn't age well. Um, it just, I you know, and you can only see like guys playing volleyballs with their shirt with their shirt off. Uh, you know, I that didn't need to be. Oh, man, in there, when they're but, looking
1: good, you can keep watching. They're yeah, doing. I can do this all day.
2: Everyone but Anthony (laughs) Edwards takes his shirt off, and you know, it just I don't, whatever. Um, but with that being said, um, I absolutely love Maverick. Um, if I had to, if I had to do like a best movie of the year, just
1: Tom Cruise's, just Tom (laughs) Cruise's Maverick,
2: I don't even, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Um, if I had to go into like say what my best movie would be halfway through the year, it's like a very close tie between this and the Batman um yeah I saw that head shake that's okay um but uh yeah who's in the movie Tom Cruise Miles Teller Glenn Powell um my the most beautiful actress in Hollywood in the past 30 years Jennifer Connelly um because they couldn't get whatever her name was from the first one um I forget um what uh what what was her name quick help me out
0: Uh,
2: I'll look it up keep
1: going yeah all right yeah, John Ham, Val Kilmer. Uh, John Ham's
2: in it. Jesus, uh, Val Gany Kilmer's Ramirez, in it.
1: Jay Ellis. I, I
2: don't know who they are, McComers. but that's great. They're all in it and they're all big Um Kelly
1: well, the, McGillis, by the way. Kelly McGillis, because yeah, she Kelly looks McGillis. like she's
2: 72. Um she does. She's not she's drinking, not, drinking that she's not top rate,
1: Gun man. Kelly Jeez, Louise.
2: No, no, that's right. She's like more like Helen Mirren. and Kelly McGinnis now. Um Jesus. Sorry. Uh, the dogfights in this movie too. are are fantastic if you'd like hearing the words fifth generation fighter or seeing <laughs> um or seeing a plan to uh take out some factory at least a dozen times you're going to love this movie um i again it, there's a lot of callbacks to the original but you do not have to see the original get this they do a pretty good job at explaining what the story is about um it's not a remake of top gun it's actually it's more like it's more like they just kind of do their own movie and just kind of use that as a reference. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, it's, it's honestly, this is, I was really surprised. Cause I thought I was going to leave that and be like, that's a summer blockbuster movie. It's typical. Like I, I'm going to forget about it in two weeks. Um, I haven't, I, I, I still watch some clips of bootleg copies of this on, on YouTube. Um, because you I go. can't, I don't have time to go back to an IMAX theater to watch them. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I, 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 will say too, I, I'm, I'm very excited to hear Papa's thoughts uh, cause I know he hasn't seen it yet, but also I'm excited for him to check it out and poo poo it because um, I'm on, I'm on a string of, of recommending things or liking things and then Greg seeing it and just absolutely not enjoying <laughs> it, not having a good time.
0: Well, so I, I watched the first one recently uh, and I th- it was my first time seeing it all the way through and I gave it three stars out of five. So I, I, I enjoyed the first one. Um, but it is legit blowing my mind, how universal the praise has been for Mm. Top Gun Maverick, the sequel, uh, like everybody, even, even people I know who are typically like very, uh, very tough to please, I'll say. And I'm not yeah. talking about anybody in our group, but other people I know. Yeah. Um, even those type of people have walked away and said, this is a fantastic movie. So I, I am it's so hard to keep my expectations minimal Because I want to go in and I I want to be able to enjoy it and have that same thing. And every like the whole world right now is like Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Like, you got to see this. Got to see it in a premium format, which unfortunately probably not going to happen for me. But but I am Uh, there'll
1: there'll be a re-release this year. I 100 percent guarantee it. Like okay, I can yeah. see it Labor Day weekend. Like if there's nothing for IMAX oh, or yeah. Dolby or something, like if there's, if there's something on the cards where it's like all of a sudden slow American weekend. Baby. let's fill yeah, the spot. Week yeah. So yeah. Uh, Columbus
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I am excited to see it. I'm, I'm trying my darndest to manage those expectations so I can go in and and be impressed, but I have a feeling that I, I will enjoy this. Uh, I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed the first one, so I can't imagine them not stepping it up, especially with you know how how Cruz goes nuts with all his own stunts, and even the stuff that I saw in the trailers was just super impressive. So yeah. I, I have to imagine they saved some of the best moments for the movie itself. Yeah, hundred percent. There's
2: there's one mo- moment in this movie that I normally like, even like during Avengers, I I I didn't yell at like holy s.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
2: one moment in this movie where I, I actually like like said it out loud like holy sh,
1: and <laughs> holy cow <laughs>
2: yeah um i think the character said it at the same time and, and i was just like yeah. my god like it is it is and i'm not a miles teller fan he was phenomenal here um i know harry that's harry's boy Um, Love so him. he was happy uh he's back yeah um no man I, I i really honestly like i'll go with harry and and if if i'll recommend it too so that way all the blame doesn't go on harry if you don't like it <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> fair enough uh okay and then you had uh, one last thing right or two i should say no no
1: that was that was it on my list uh we uh that, that was the last one i was saving uh oh, okay. for for last so
0: you didn't do a double feature of uh, another popular franchise
1: well, I, I did. I did, but, uh, Come on. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. All right, all right, okay. All right. All, all right. right well, I was wait. I was waiting to watch the third one because that was the only one I uh, haven't seen, but well, let's um, talk about it
0: anyway. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I also, uh, saw I was on a Tom Cruise binge. So I checked out the first and second mission impossibles. Um, the first one, uh, Brian De Palma, um, super fun, super, like, uh, super nineties, I guess in a way, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it definitely uh, a little bit of nostalgia, surprising, you know, kind of opening where, you know, there's some actors in it who you're like, oh, this will be cool. And then they kind of bite the bullet, for lack of a better word. Um, and then the second one, the second one's super interesting, uh, directed by John Woo um, in 2000. And it definitely has a completely different style. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, and it definitely has a different tone in a way. Um, a lot of slow mo uh, for it, and uh, was really excited to to finish with the third one because I feel like when I think it's Ghost Protocol comes out, the fourth one that's when like the series kind of change. It's like a reset almost, and kind of yeah. changes. Um, and I was really excited to to check it out, but I can't find it uh, unless you pay for it, and I didn't really feel like paying for it with all the other stuff that I've missed out there. So um, you want a bar?
2: I have I have them all.
1: There you go. I'll, you I'll go to Hands's house. Yeah, I'll borrow three. Um, wait till you test and, negative and, to come over and finish. Well, you could drop it off. I mean, you know, doordash. Yeah, just mail on the disc, old school Netflix yeah, style. Exactly. Return <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, um, it um, <laughs> in four to five years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, really um, really exciting. Well, part of it, part of the reason was during watching Top Gun, you see the new Mission Impossible trailer, um, and the wife hasn't seen them, so we were doing a little bit of dive into that, and excited to ramp up uh for next year, uh, when uh, part seven, good Dead Reckoning, part one comes out. Uh, a lot of part ones out here in the world all of a sudden. So, uh, hands as as an owner of uh, of all the films. Uh, thoughts on uh on one and two for, for MI. Uh, I
2: love I love the first one. I actually I, I did yeah. a rewatch of them maybe like probably late last year. Um, but I love this is my favorite action franchise. Uh nice. you know, one one is definitely there there it's not the the franchise definitely shifted at some point at four to become hey, what can Tom Cruise do now that's even more insane than the previous right. movie? Um I love the, there's a lot of, this is one of the first movies I've seen like spy movies. Like I think I saw this before GoldenEye and all the, like and before nice. Bond movies. So the whole idea of like double crossing agents and all is like, was like new to me. So, um, you know, I love the reveal of, you know, John Voight being the villain. Uh, spoiler to, for anyone listening. Um, <laughs> the, you know, it is funny. On the to almost see 30
0: how, year old movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. It is funny how like a lot of this is like, there is a lot of practicality to it, but the, like, you know, some of the action scenes, like the big action scene toward the end is obviously CGI. But I yeah. feel like as Mission Impossible keeps going on and on, they go backwards to do more practical stuff and oh, yeah. and don't really rely on um, on uh, mm-hmm. on special effects. I mean, they're there, but it seems like, you know, t- cruises as he the older he gets, the more ballsier he's getting with uh, his movies. Um, the second one. I honestly, I think I've only seen that twice. Uh, once was originally when it came out, like uh, 30 years ago. The second time was when I rewatched. It's definitely the weakest of the franchise. Um, I, I really, it's, I think it's definitely, it's it's an okay addition to it. Um, but like Cruz with his long hair and and John Woo with his slow motion. Like, I think there's like, is there a scene with like doves in it? Or am I mixing that up with face-off? Or both sure of them? Is am pretty sure i don't know yeah, it probably I'm is pretty sure
1: there is yeah, um, definitely a scene with birds
2: yeah yeah that's john woo's like that's like a uh, trade uh, yeah that's his trademark yeah. like uh, the it guy was, with lens flares
1: it was uh, also able. nice to yeah it was nice to see de palma and, and woo be able to like have a franchise movie and like do what they wanted to do too mm-hmm. yeah like in the age of marvel and being like you know and we we talked a lot about dr strange and it's like Oh, like Sam Raimi was actually able to do some of his stuff and put his fingerprints on it. Like, for the most part, it's like, hey, here's your movie. And, you know, we need you to follow X, Y, and Z. So it was, you know, interesting to see. And Anthony Hopkins just being in it for like a, a cool couple minutes. Um, but I digress. Papa, see, you're, you're, Th- go ahead. Dandy
2: Newton. Dandy Newton is my favorite part of it too. Uh,
1: I think she oh, is man.
0: phenomenal. Stunning.
1: Absolutely. She yeah. is. Yeah.
0: So, uh. I'm not gonna go to to talk about one too much I, I enjoy it um you know it it's fine for what it is I unabashedly love two, and and I know that there it, you go here's the thing it is it is a super stylistic movie uh sure. and yeah it's not like yeah i I don't know if I would rank i I might rank two over one uh as as just a better movie period but it is like out of all the films on the lower end of being a good film but i i love it so much like just everything you yeah you mentioned tom cruise's hairstyle i love that style dude i love the slow-mo shots from john woo I love the opening where he's hanging on the cliff barehanded, doing his thing like, and they're playing Chiquita banana or whatever that song is. Like, dude, <laughs> give me, I, I love this movie. Do Gray Scott as the villain menacing. I'm into it. Like, come on, right, let's go, dude. I, I'm going to, I'm about to like, throw this jam on right now. <laughs> just watch Boom. this movie. So yeah. I, in tonight. I don't know. I just, I'm all about, am I really, really dug it? Uh, Three is definitely a better movie than two, but I actually like two more than three. Uh, so go. it's just, it's my jam. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm happy that you got a chance to watch it. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Even, you know, even for all its flaws. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't think there's one John Woo movie, American movie that I enjoy. I'm just going to put uh, like, at least like this one is probably the best one, but then it's just like, I, I think every other movie I've ever seen him do, like mm-hmm. American movie is, is, pfft
1: our chances take yeah yeah that's that's why,
2: yeah that's why i'll never out watch face off again
0: out there in the ether
1: <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> so yeah looking forward to hearing uh your thoughts on three when you get around to that
1: yeah uh, soon to come soon to come hey, when hand ready brings over the uh the blu-ray here the dvd whatever so, he's got right, quick question right you, you
0: watched one and two on
1: paramount plus is that correct yes and yes, three's not was... on there yeah it's the only one not on there that's I don't so know if it's some J.J. Abrams. Dude, thing
2: check or... net check check Netflix because I feel like I just saw a bunch of Mission Impossible movies pop up somewhere. Well, I will
1: say as I, I don't know as a uh, as for our listeners out there if they ever have this trouble, but always in the, like I started watching them. I think like uh, over Memorial Day weekend slash the week of June first. So sometimes beginning of month slash end of month, a lot of things leave certain streaming yeah. services and jump to others. So. But I'm pretty sure it's only available to to rent uh, or okay. purchase. At it's, yeah, I can, I can it's
0: on Fubo TV, whatever that is, yes. and Showtime.
1: Yeah. I like yeah. that. and I don't have Showtime, so yeah. I do you apologize my... for Showtime watchers out there. You do, you can watch MI3. Yes,
2: you can use my Fubo login if you want to watch.
0: <laughs> nice nice all right well thank you guys so much for sticking with us i know that was a lot of content we talked about hopefully you've seen some of that if you haven't check out crippled avengers uh (laughs) throw (laughs) that plug in there um but thank you guys for joining us as always and uh harry anything for the peeps before we go
1: yeah, thanks for uh thanks for listening to our hodgepodge of, uh, of content i uh, hope we've given you shed some light on something maybe you've wanted to check out and now you you know you're gonna throw it into the queue next um you know let us know what you're watching um and we'll see you guys next time
0: anything for the peeps
1: just to give you a heads
2: up uh today netflix released a, a movie called hustle based oh, on uh, a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers uh starring Adam Sandler so that is uh, I don't know if I haven't mentioned it yet what is but it, a true story? Or... Yes. Okay. It could be. We'll say. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
0: From it's... the people that brought you Spanglish. From the people <laughs> that brought you the water boy and Spanglish. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: All
0: right. Well, thank you guys, as always, for joining us. Be well, stay safe, and make sure you live spicy. Spasa.